up, everybody? It's the speech guy, Tony Asar, A-S-A-R. You know I'm still rocking with my main man. Yes, he is. The professor. There we go. The super duper. Just like always. Uber producer. Yes, sir. Podcast poppy. Self-titled. Elphius. You know I got to give you the proper intro. (laughs) It's the man who's moderately shaven. Only on the weekends. He's known across the land as a comedy maven. Did I use that right word? Did I use it right? I did. I think I did. I think you did. I think I did. Am I a whore? <laughs> you might catch him out on Haven Street. Yeah, yeah. Selling ass. That's a I lie. I am a whore. <laughs> Still wasn't only Tony Asar. Hey. hey. I'm surprised I rhymed <laughs> shaving with Maven. I feel good about myself with that one. Bro, I, I, I look forward to it every Sunday. What you gonna do? Because I know you're just pulling these words out, but you do, man. Yeah, I'm trying to come with just random words I don't hear, you know, rhymed with enough. And Maven's one of those. Or but for some reason, I feel like you did that right. I think I think I did. I think somebody research and go back and tell me if I used it right, like the word Maven. If Earl dropped a bar, please let us know in the DMs. (laughs) I need to know. I feel like it might have (laughs) been. How was your week, man? My my week was pretty dope, man. Like work weeks getting hectic, you know, uh, peak season, huh? Mm. Factory work. Okay, you still laying down the. The hammer, you still boss man over there? Oh, bro, it's kind of dope now that everyone knows that I am the lay of the land now. It's, 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 I, I enjoy that. I, <laughs> I know you, I know you wake up every day, you just straighten your collar a little bit more tighter than normal, just, walking through the, through the, like, I mean, you're a boss man, like a legit boss man. Yeah. And okay. You're like, if they don't listen to me, I can bring consequences. <laughs> it's amazing. I love my job oh, for this. That sounds dangerous as fuck for anybody working yeah. with Tony. Oh, they gave me power, bro. <laughs> they gave me power. <laughs> like, like I, I. There are times. There are times where I don't let them in the yard. I'm like, oh, what? <clears throat> you can't listen right now. Mm. Don't come in. <laughs> That's also oh, you taking it that far. I, I can. Oh, okay. That's why everybody know. Okay. I, Nigga, cause them shit is they got they got some ties to the stuff they gotta do. Yeah. So, but sometimes they try to come incorrect, cause you know I get it. Mm-hmm. You know they've been on the the road or whatnot mm-hmm. and dealing, but at the same time you're not gonna hop out your truck and try to make me do some stuff where I'm doing some other stuff. Yeah. I'm like, bro, first of all, you cut the line. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to get back in that motherfucking lot. <laughs> you know this is. <laughs> you know what. <laughs> I, I, I'm terrible, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. Fun, yeah. <laughs> well, just you know, when you do get fired, let me know. <laughs> oh, oh no, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> what's next in the light in the in line for Tony Asar? Okay, I got an interesting story. Oh shit! I almost got fired. Something bad happened to me. What does that mean? Something bad happened to me. What does that mean? All right, this is what it means. All right, so like 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 I was telling Derek, sometimes. Well, not sometimes. Well, yeah, all the time I always try to negotiate more money and get a better position later. That's mm. how I quickly get into like the supervisor, right? Because <laughs> I'd be like, all right, look, I'm going to do this little grunt work shit for like X and A, but then I'm still getting paid this, right? Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to be this, right? Yeah. And then they'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's kind of the deal I had at this company, right? Uh, and shortly before my three months, uh, check this out. It was a coworker, lady coworker. Female co-worker. Right? Oh, where are we going? Yeah, right. Yeah. Where are we going here? I got fucked up. Uh, uh, check okay. It, check it. Check it. All right. So, all right. The, she always has a bad attitude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Yeah, you know, I can't control that. You can have a bad attitude. Swoop. Yeah, you know that yeah. I don't mind. But she was out of uniform. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's where you come into play, right? That's a that's a that's a job. That's a duty. Yeah, employee <laughs> not in a uniform. I gotta say something. Okay, so <laughs> right. when you're dressed it up, antenna yeah. stood up. So I'm like, hey. You know, you can't be in... Uh, so she has, like, some pink Crocs and a baby blue hoodie. Like, <laughs> like when I say that in a uniform, like, she came to chill. <laughs> like, right? Right? So, um, so I, you know, I tell her, like, yo, man, why are you out of uniform, man? You know, you got to have the black shoes. You know, you got to have the shirt. You know, if you're going to wear a sweater, you got to wear a black hoodie. You know? Yeah. It's just what it is. And then she was like, Tony, it does not concern you what is on my body. And I was like, look, I'm not trying to tell you what's on your body. It was just like, we're all on the same team. And don't trip. I got mad love for you. I love you like a teammate. Fucked very, up. Very diplomatic. Oh, you said you loved her. Like a teammate. But uh, I loved her, right? Oh. I mean, so you see where that goes, Yeah, right? yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I fucked up. I fucked myself up, right? You got called to the principal's <laughs> office. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so you saying that made her go get the principal and go grab you to the principal's office. And now we talking sexual harassment. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You thought this podcast was going to get you canceled. Uh, uh, <laughs> a nigga doing his job. <laughs> doing his job. Holy shit. Got canceled. So, so how's work now with that tension? So... I now got to look at every day the nigga that they hired to take my spot because they got a <laughs> harassment case on me. So they can't promote me, but they can't move me down and they can't fire me because it's over. Because I couldn't possibly sue. So I just lost it all. <laughs> oh, shit. So you're getting fired it's a lot quicker than I thought. Yeah. I, technically, I'm not fired. They just, I just got demoted. Mm. And that's things. I wish I got fired. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's a real thing that occurred. <laughs> well, everybody out there, you know, Tony has no bad bones in his body. Bro, that's why, like, if, if motherfuckers really know me, no. <laughs> Was she even... Oh, let, let me just ask this question. Was she even bad? Like, like... Fuck. <laughs> Don't answer it. All right, anyways, moving yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> So you but, probably gave her the starry eyes when you uh, said it or some no, shit. No, 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 She's no, probably caught you no, looking at her a couple times at no, work no. like, God damn, I would. No, check it. She was bad, but like, that that didn't. Like, no, no, she was bad. I we all it. done that. Uh, I, I, I'll admit it, but yeah. the, the badness don't ever influence the workness. Of course, because you boss me. Exactly. I care about that more than whatever the fuck she going to throw yeah. over there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, but yeah, she was bad, but <sighs> it was not like that. It was... <laughs> She got me though. All right, so your week was interesting. You might be having a pending sexual assault situation or sexual right, like that's some real that. shit, right? Yeah, I'm in yeah. trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear the jokes on stage, but this one, yo, no, I, I have been working shopping it around because that's it's pending. My jokes are pending. I gotta see how how this is about to play out real quick. <laughs> Damn. That tells a comparison to how my week was. <laughs> hey, girl, how was your week? <laughs> my week was good, man. Busy, as you know, usual. Uh, dude, though, but okay, so like, there's not too many more tense situations I've ever been in mm-hmm. than being around like 15 Russians while they're working. 
like hmm. right in the middle of work. Like, you know, you could, people say you could feel like the tension in the air. Yeah. Like you can cut it with a butter knife or whatever they say. Like a machete wouldn't have cut this tension, I felt like. Wait, why were they so mad? It's just, it's just Russians, bro. They just be mad. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't even know if they're mad. It's just a demeanor. Like, you know, very like. Killing Apollo wasn't enough. Right. <laughs> and so they're at work and they're just like, you know, they're in the middle of work and I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. Everything was cool for a while. Like, you know, I'm just, whatever they need, I got you. You know, they're in the middle of trimming weed. That's all they're doing. So I'm just like, okay. whatever, whatever y'all need, I got you. And then, like, two women started arguing with each other. I don't know what they were saying at at first, but then I feel like at some point I know she said, all right, then, stank-ass bitch. Like, I feel like they said that because I don't know what they were saying, but to judge it by how I took it and then everybody around stopped and looked up, I was like, oh, she called her a stank-ass bitch. And then she got up. Like, she sat there. Everything was quiet for, like, two minutes. And I was like, oh, okay, like, What's gonna happen? And yeah. the girl that that was arguing that got called the stank ass bitch, I don't feel that's what she got called. She stood up and walked out and was gone for like 10 minutes and then came back and you could tell she was crying, right? But yeah. something about Russians and like they they just tough, right? I don't know. I've been falling in love with this girl. I'm not falling in love, but like in like <laughs> with this Russian chick who's like I was about to ask, are they bad? They they all kind of bad. Like, anyways, she comes in, <laughs> she comes back in. And then she goes and goes right over to the girl that called her a stank-ass bitch yeah. and, went and put her hand on her shoulder and, like, said something to her and then, like, walked back to her seat. And then the girl that was sitting there, they got the hand put on her shoulder, like, stopped what she was doing, looked over at the girl, looked back at her shit, looked over at the girl. And I'm watching the whole thing, like, ooh, shit, like, what's about to happen? What's about to happen? And then she got up, walked out, like, they walk past me. I, I go back to the computer when they walk past. <laughs> then they walk past, and I'm just, like, witnessing the whole thing. And then she came back, like, three minutes later. You could tell she was crying. So I don't know what went down, but I just say I have to say, like, being around a bunch of Russians while they're working is very tense. Yeah. But kind of sexy at the same time. There was all women. Except for there was one dude who was a gay dude. I don't even look at him. I'm talking about... Hey, Slavana, can I get a spit vodka? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Slavana, like, for real. God damn. <laughs> All right. But yeah, good week. Yeah, man, it was a good week. Pretty good. But it ain't about that. It ain't about that, man. It's about who we have in the noise lab. <laughs> go ahead. Go a, part, a part of me died right there. <laughs> you said the noise lab. In here. Oh, we're not in the noise lab. We're, 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 we're in the noise lab. Oh my God. That's old school. I missed our home. You missed our home? <laughs> No, we're in Productive Culture, the best place to do a podcast, this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> oh, that's how we're going to do it now. That's <laughs> God damn. You know God what? Damn. You know you know why I was saying that, bro? All day. This is, you know, we're going to introduce our guests in a second. Yeah. But the last two days, I was hanging out with Justin. Yeah. And we've been talking about, like, just, what, last two years and just, like, the growth and what we're doing and the growth and what he's doing in the in the marijuana field and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And we're just doing a lot of conversation and talking about that. I feel like that's why that shit just came out. Just like I miss saying the noise lab too. You do? Come on, man. We had to like, man, we had we had to man, our shit just got fly, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it took a lot of stealing and money to to, <laughs> to put this studio together. Yes, I was I miss it. <laughs> but yeah, but that was throwback. Well, anyways, start over. Rewind. We're back. 
ain't about that, man. It's not about us, man. It's about who we got in productive studios. And this guy right here, man, uh, uh, somebody else who's new to me. But I seen this mm-hmm. guy rip a couple stages recently, and mm-hmm. I have become uh, a fan of this guy's work. Yeah. Definitely can tell the passion through the lyrics. Watching him on stage perform. Yeah. I've seen him perform, I think, three times now in the past couple months. And I've just been in awe like of just how he commands the stage. For being, I would have guessed, a very young guy in this game. The way yeah. he's able to command the stage, man. So I'm glad to have him in here. Yeah, and this dude, it's like, a, you remember what I was saying about Lalo? Sometimes you just see people and they just got dope vibes with how they approach you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I meet a lot of cats. Like, some people's cats' energy when they approach you kind of whack. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm not sure. Shutters, bitch. <laughs> but but uh, this guy, he approached me and it was just moving, it was showing, it was just always good vibes and and yeah, the music fire. Much love, love lyrics, yeah, yeah, much love, bro. And de- like you said, definitely could feel the passion. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, just off natural curiosity from seeing them and hearing them and feeling the vibes, had to bring them through. But. Allow him to go ahead and introduce himself. Go ahead and tell the people what your name is. Yo, yo, what's up, man? I go by the name Frankie OG. I'm from Inland Empire, California. I'm 23 years old. You know, shout out to All Black for having me on here today. You know what I'm saying? Much love to Tony Asar, Earthius, you know what I'm saying? You know what it is, man. I'm excited to be here today. Oh, yeah. For real, for real. We're excited to have you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. So where in the Inland Empire are you from? Yeah, you know, it's a big continent out there. Well, I mean, like, I was born in Moreno Valley. Okay. Um, but I really grew up in like Victorville, mm-hmm. Atlanta area. Okay. Like high went to school. Desert. Yeah, like high desert area. Okay. Um, but I moved around a lot as a kid, bro. Like I was, I went to like three different elementary schools, mm. like two different middle schools, mm-hmm. and then two different high schools. So okay. I was like moving all around the high desert, and then like in the fifth grade, I moved to like Northern California for a year. Came back out here, was in the high desert for a long time. After high school, I moved to LA for like two years. And then came back to Riverside, and that's where I've been ever since. So oh. yeah, I moved around a lot. So you know you what I mean? Absorbed a lot of different type of cultures. Hell and, yeah, bro! Lift a lot of different type of people, a lot of different type of energies, a lot of different type of hustles. Mm-hmm. Just so many different things and energies, and just yeah, man. So it's kind of hard to say where I'm from. You know, yeah. that's why I just say Inland Empire because I've been everywhere in the yeah. IE. You know what I mean? So that's just really where I know and where I'm from. What was uh, some of your favorite things to pull from the Bay culture when you spent that quick year in there? I wasn't really too much in the Bay. I was more in like, uh, like near like Sacramento. It was a city called Woodland. Oh yeah, yeah, Woodland. yeah, yeah. Okay. I lived in Woodland yeah, yeah, yeah. for a year, and like what I picked up out there, being so young, I was skating at the time. A lot of skateboarding. Okay. So I picked up a lot of like skateboarding culture. I got my first like board sponsor when I was like the fifth grade. It was like a local skate shop. Wow, nice. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the skate shop, man. It just it just slipped my mind, but um. Yeah, it was just like this. There's like a super dope local skate shop, kind of like pharmacy board shop out in like the IE High Desert, like that. Super local. Um, I ended up just like skating a few competitions when I was really young when I moved out there, mm-hmm. and it was put on by them, and they saw how young I was and like ripping shit. So got my first yeah, sponsor through that. Yeah. yeah, so skateboarding was probably like the biggest thing that I was influenced by when I was out in Northern California. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Still be on that board every now and again just to okay. stay like in yeah, shape and older, fit. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I do like a lot of like yoga and calisthenics. So basketball mm-hmm. and skateboarding are like my two things that I do to stay athletic. Oh, you, you- you play some ball? Oh yeah, I hoop, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. You hoop? I can hoop. How? how yeah. Like scale from one to ten? Yeah. I can cross you. Ooh. 
No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm just playing, Tony. And I'm that takes playing. like a four. So I know you. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing, Tony. I'm about to dunk on your ass. Nah, 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 yeah. You, but man, if, if you should come hoop with us, man. I'm always hooping with like Nappy, Sean John Jack, Robbie. Oh, Mo- yeah, I'm Moval. We be like in Moval, oh, Riverside yeah. area, always hooping and stuff like two, three times a week. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we got to go out there and do that. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll add y'all to the group chat. So we got a group chat on Instagram. It's okay. Just, it, start, it, it literally started as one of those things where we were just like, hey, man, we need to start getting like more athletic. Like, let's go out and hoop and just do something. We would go out there like a, a week at a time. And then everybody mm. kind of started getting more into yeah, it and more yeah, serious. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, let's go to the gyms. Let's go indoor. <laughs> let's go hoop with other people. So it just became a thing where like we're out there like two, three times a week now. All right, here's the thing. Like, I'm in my mid 30s, so I'm going to play, but I'm not going to play too hard. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to be shooting and saying some really decent <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pits. No, yeah, like not everybody. You and your yeah, twins. yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody, just, we don't go out there like on no serious okay, stuff like yeah. that. We, we play though. It's competitive, but yeah, it's not like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah but nobody's it's fun, trying though. to win a championship. Nah, no, 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 I'll nah. compete. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, a, that, no, that's the thing. That's the thing. As long as you compete. eyes, he's going to tell you wants to win a championship. As long as you compete and you're not just one those people that's just like ah like nah because what's the point of if, if you're gonna play at least play you know no, what I mean? no, i'll yeah. play yeah but let's go be like diving for balls trying <laughs> nah to, we don't do that shit. trying to drive to the bucket all <laughs> nah, the time nah. like, oh that's heavy nah, on the knees nah bro. yeah nah 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 <laughs> yeah in the post on my back <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me shoot this corner three instead of pick uh, yeah i yeah, got nah. you yeah yeah you should pull up it's just tight i'm definitely like when it comes to basketball i'm the corner shooter you got that corner uh, specialist badge. Just, just that's the specialist badge the, the for corner, sure. Spe- the corner, corner specialist, specialist <laughs> and good picks, like he said. Football, I'm all time quarterback. Less, okay, no movement. You I know like what I'm that. Saying? Less movement. Dropping then, dimes. Exactly. <laughs> if we playing baseball, I'm the all time catcher. That's you know? it. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever the least movement is, I'm going for it. That's the one sport that I never ever even wanted to be play ever. With baseball? baseball. Baseball. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. It scared the shit out of me. What? What no. scared about? Did you see the, someone's face get wrecked, bro? <laughs> that would. So do I'm gonna it, tell guys. you a story, bro. Back okay. in the what is this? I want to say. Fourth or fifth grade, right before I moved to Sacramento, right? I went to an elementary school called Eagle Ranch in Victorville. And me and all my homies were just like, you know, we're young. So all we want to do at recess is play sports, run around. And like, they kept taking all of our sports away because we kept playing them too aggressive. So like, they would let us use the footballs. Then we started playing tackle football. They took that away, right? (laughs) They gave us the soccer balls. We started playing football with the soccer balls. And they took that away. So they decided to give us a baseball and gloves so that we could, you know, it was no contact. It was just you play catch, bro. So we got into this thing where, like, we were playing, like, do you remember Three Flags Up with the football? Oh, 100 We would play Three Flags Up with a baseball. Okay. Oh, so, <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay. So, so, <laughs> yeah, that's the type of shit we did at school. And I remember one time, it was, like, me and three, three of the homies. One of the homies is throwing the ball, and three of us are trying to catch it. And he threw it up super high, and it was like me, my friend Dalion in the middle, and I forgot who else it was, but my friend Dalion like went up for the ball and he missed it and it hit him right in the mouth. Ooh, busted his whole shit. And what it did was it like literally just like ripped his teeth from the root of his teeth, like two bottom teeth just out and just like through his mouth. And it was just the most like horrible, bloody thing that I have ever <laughs> witnessed as like a kid happen like in a split second to one of my homies. Yeah. And it just like, I just never wanted to play baseball, baseball again. Out of the, out of the yeah. equation. And then yeah. even just recently, bro, I don't know if you guys seen that in the playoffs, that one pitcher, I forgot who he played for, but he threw like a 100-mile-per-hour fastball. Mm-hmm. The batter hit it, and it came right back and hit the pitcher right in the head, bro. 
That was just recently, like a few weeks ago. Shit. Yeah, bro, I don't fuck with baseball. That shit's different. Uh, <laughs> that shit's different, bro. I've seen, seen a kid's face get wrecked. Like, yeah, bro. Like that shit. Drive. That that yeah. that it's, it's it's a different yeah. sport. Like I I respect that sport because like your hand eye coordination and just every you got to be on point, mm-hmm. bro. And like, patience, because you might be out in the outfield for like. Two hours and nothing comes and out. And nothing there. happens. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, you gotta really love the sport. Rip a line drive, you, you gotta, gotta really, ready. you gotta really love that yeah. sport to play. Yeah. And I just, I, it, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I played for a while. I played for like six years, seven years when mm-hmm. I was younger. But I kind of just grew out of it. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't yeah. necessarily seeing people's face get smashed, even though that happened. I Hell yeah. yeah. I'm sure playing baseball. Yeah, I'm sure you're guaranteed to see it at least at once. least once. Yeah. If you played baseball since you're, you're a kid yeah. and you grew up all through high school, so you're gonna see somebody get hit with the ball, or you've been hit with a pitch or yeah. something, bro. No, you're gonna get hit with a yeah. pitch. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, right. growing up, you know, not everybody's gonna be a good pitcher. Yeah, like, when, especially yeah. when you're young in high school yeah. and shit. Like, not everybody's gonna be able to throw the ball accurately. You're gonna hit with that shit, bro. Like, nah, I'm good. I remember my homie Larry. Was a pitcher and the ball came right back at him. He was pitching, yeah, and line drive right back at him, and it was like his whole nose exploded. Exploded. Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Nobody really liked him, so that didn't really like change how I felt about baseball. Yeah, it's like time. Get his ass off the mound. <laughs> that's kind of how we See, all feel. And, 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 <laughs> that's why you got to be a good dude and a good yeah, person, man. Yeah, because yeah. if you get hit in the face with the baseball, you want some empathy. <laughs> not, not, not people being like, man, get him the fuck out of here. You're good, Larry. You're good. He <laughs> can't even, he, yeah, he's oh, unconscious. Crybaby Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Cry <baby and> Larry. <laughs> that's messed up, man. Uh, why, hey, man, why did you move around so much? I'm not even going to lie, man. Um, my parents got divorced at a really young age. Oh man! And um, my mom was a single mom for like a year or so, or like a year or two until she met like her new dude. Okay. And growing up now, they just like had to move around a lot because of finances. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they would get into a crib, figure it out for a couple of months, and then have mm-hmm. to you know mm-hmm. come up with another deposit, figure it out. We had to get into another house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like it was me, my two sisters, and then um, my mom's husband also had three kids. So at a point in time, we were all living together. So it was six kids okay. and my two, you know, just two parents. And so I, that's like, as I grew up, I realized that's why we moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. We just had to find different living situations and things like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I moved, man, I would say like 15 plus houses, bro. Yeah, a lot of houses. Sometimes I was like living with my aunties. Like in mm-hmm. high school, sometimes I live with my friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah. a lot of living, different living situations for me when I was growing up. Where where in that <clears> journey did you start to find music in I always rapped, like, from the age of, like, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. I remember just, like, being with my older homies and shit, smoking weed. They would be drinking, and they would just be rhyming and, like, playing beats and just rapping and shit. And I just kind of ca- caught in and came along because, like, ever since I was young, I loved music. I remember when I was seven years old, I asked my mom for a radio mm-hmm. and Usher's Let It Burn album. Okay. Yeah, bro. And, okay. like, that was my shit. Like, I remember, yeah. I think I heard it on the radio. 8701. Yeah. and like oh, Confessions. Yeah, no, 8701. Let it burn. Well, no, it was, it, it was definitely the Confessions album. I'm sorry, it was right, Confessions. Right, right, the right, album right, was called Confessions for sure. What's the What's the slow one he had on 8701? 8701 was. Um, he had the one in the beginning. Uh, you remind me of a girl. What was the other mm. one? You got it bad. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Sorry. You, you got it. Yeah. Bad. See, one of those ballads. Yeah, Confessions. <laughs> confessions was like I literally asked for that shit when I was like seven years old for Christmas, and my mom bought me that and like a radio, and like I remember I played that. Um, and then it moved on to like 
I kind of got super into a little Bow Wow. And I had got like this, like, I remember getting his CD and it came with a DVD. Yeah. And I remember I studied that DVD because he would talk about how he gained his super fans, mm-hmm. how he would promote his music, how he came up and shit like that. So mm-hmm. like ever since I was young, I was always watching shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really hit me until I was about like 18 years old and like out of high school that like music was what I was meant for. Cause that was like, fairly recent. Yeah. Like, yeah, like five years ago. Yeah. I started recording music like five years ago. Okay. And what was that moment like when, like, what was the moment that occurred when you was like, oh. I literally felt like, so it had been like maybe like two, three months after high school. Like I had graduated high school already. And like in high school, bro, I didn't really set myself up for nothing. Like I played sports and shit, but like I didn't set myself up for anything after high school. You know, I bullshitted a lot. A lot of shit happened during high school that I like ma- I masked up with just like being funny or like being the cool kid or whatever you know what I mean so after high school a lot of that shit hit me in the face and like I just really dug deep and was like thinking like yo what am I what is my purpose like mm-hmm. what am I here for what do I love to do every day mm-hmm. what makes me feel good like mm-hmm. who am I and like I can remember lyrics to music that I listen to one or two times, bro. Like, I love music so much. Like, I wake up in the middle, like, I wake up and the first thing I do is get on Spotify and I play the song for my day before anything. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I didn't realize how deep my love for music was till I was 18. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was like, damn, like, through my music, like, if I really take this shit serious, like, I'm gonna go through all the, like, oh, he just wants to be a rapper because everybody wants to be a rapper. Everybody wants to do this. But I was like, I'm setting my intention with my music right now. And my intention with my music is if I really do this and take it serious is that I want to be the inspiration that I had when I listened to music when I was down and had nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what Ooh. I mean? Like those artists that you listen to and they make you feel like everything is possible that you're doing and everything that you're working for is worth it. I want to be that for the next generation and for the next person and for myself. And that's just been my intention with music. And I just never look back. You know what I mean? Hey, Earl, I think that's one of those things where they're supposed to... Go back and rewind <laughs> and catch them gems. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Nah, like, it, it, yeah. it really shows in the passion in which you present your music. <clears throat> yeah. It's definitely not something that you're just doing for the kicks and giggles no. or just because you think you're talented. At yeah. It. That's part of it. Mm-hmm, for sure. You, you definitely have intention. And that, that me being good at rapping and like people always asking me to rap for them at parties and shit was just like the cherry on top for mm-hmm. me. It was just like, bro, I'm really meant for this shit. Like mm-hmm. this isn't just uh-huh. me saying that. Like mm-hmm. I like, like I love music so much. Like it makes me feel good. Like I'm young. I'm only stopping myself from this shit. Like mm-hmm. let's take this shit serious, man. Let's mm-hmm. take this shit to the next level. And like there was times where I like after high school, like you know, because. Um, so, like, I, life after high school got, like, really crazy and shit. So, my dad, like, after that happened and, like, I came to that self-realization, my dad was living in Southgate at the time in L.A., okay. working, like, construction jobs and shit like that. And, like, he had offered me to go live with him in his apartment just to, like, you know, work and just get off my ass and do some, get out of the high desert. So, like, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go move with my dad. Like, I could probably find studios out there. Like, I could do what I need to do in L.A., if I go out there, mm-hmm. moved out there, um, started just like working construction jobs, you know what I mean? And then 
um, after a while, I was like, yo, I want to go to school. Like, like I want to go to school for this. Like, I want to go to school. And during that time that I moved with my dad, he didn't really agree with the music shit at all. He was yeah. like, he kind of just like shunned it. He was like, man, what the fuck are you doing? Like, who do you think you are? Like, this shit only happens once in, one in a million. Like, my dad's old school Mexican, bro. So he didn't, mm-hmm. ne- still to this day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. it was always a, like a, a big tension with me and my pops because of my music and like his second wife would influence on how he would think about mm-hmm. me too. Like, mm-hmm. so it was just shit like that. So when I signed up for school and it wasn't for what my dad wanted me to go to school for, yeah. it was even worse. So long story short, I was doing a music program up at Pasadena City College for like two, two to four months. I passed my music theory class and like after I passed my music theory class, Tensions just got so built up with me and my dad that like it got to a point where he just like kicked me out the house. I was like, nah, fuck that. You're not going to do what I want you to do. Like you basically just need to go. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> At that time, I had been making music with one of my old homies from my school up in the high desert because we had linked up from being out here. Yeah. That same time, him and his dad were going through the similar emotions with him not wanting to be able to do music. And he had literally had just got kicked out like a week before that and he was staying with me. Mm-hmm. So then like We both got put in a predicament And I feel like that Also like me having my homie over there Trying to help him figure it out In my pop's crib Also like built more attention on my dad She's like You guys aren't doing shit Like what the fuck are you guys doing So mm-hmm. When he kicked me out Me and my homie were kind of Put in the same rut Like damn what the fuck Are we gonna do mm-hmm. We shot back up to the high desert And like lived in his car For like Like a week or so Because when I got up there I didn't know That my mom's living situation Was all fucked up too mm-hmm. Like Basically my family was hiding the fact that my stepdad was on drugs mm. and like kind of caught my mom into that shit. So when I came back to the high desert, I had nowhere to go. And like my mom was jumping from house to house with my little sister. And like me being like 19, not being able to do nothing about it really put like a big like hurt on me and like put me in a really dark place for a long time bro like yeah yeah, like living in my homie's car and shit and like not being able to help my mom's find out that my mom's on drugs like it was just a big like what the fuck like i never thought i would be going through any of this shit Mm. so when that happened i really just put my head down and started going hard like uh whatever money i would come up with i'd make sure i was in the studio with it like so after those couple of weeks of me living in the car i remember going to one of my homie's houses my homie David, who I know since we was kids, mm-hmm. and his parents noticed that like our car was full of all of our shit, and kind of like was like, "Yo, like, what's up with the whip? Like, why is y'all y'all shit in there?" And like, I remember like me just like breaking down crying and just telling them everything that was going on in my yeah, life, yeah, yeah. telling them everything, like just like everything. So they let us stay there. You know what I mean? When when they let me stay there, that's kind of like where I found my lane with the cannabis where I found my lane with the music because my homie at the time had like his own grow house and shit okay. and he kind of just put me on the game mm-hmm. put me on everything but I had already been smoking weed for so long I had already known all the knowledge and just being a connoisseur because I smoked weed mm-hmm. made it easy for me to just pick up the game and just go Yeah, you know what I mean so while that was going on I was just finding myself man finding my sound um, I feel like that journey was just building me up for everything that I need to know mentally, even physically, you know what I mean? Because now I feel like there's not much that could really phase me. 
like when people try to hurt me or when people try to get under my skin or like when certain shit happens, I could just look at it from different perspectives and like really take it all in before I react because of everything that I've been through. I feel that, man. Yeah. I feel that, man. Honestly, uh, as in parallels too, I, I had to live in my car for a, for a little year when I was 19 too because, yeah, I had moved back home and then like me and my dad, uh, we still don't get along, but we went gang. Same, home. bro. I feel so you. So I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna do this. But yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy how like, like your your parent can push you to a point where you'd rather struggle than deal with the shit that they're giving. Like, you know what part, I'm saying? Like, I, I was more along the lines where it's like, man, fuck that. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and do what you want to do. So you would rather put me on the streets because I don't want to do what you want me to do. Yeah. It just like it. And so that right there, like, even after my parents got divorced, my dad was never really around like that. He was a kind of dad that, like, he put work before everything. And now I get it because he had to. He was just trying to survive. Yeah. But it's also, like, he was also the kind of dad that, like, told me he was going to be there in 30 minutes and never showed up. Mm. Oh, no. All type right, shit. Cool. You, you know scared what I mean? me at first because, yeah, I kind of do put a lot of work before my son. But <laughs> I show up when you the fuck sure I say I show up. Nah, but, like, it's, diff- it's different if, it's different if you're being a responsible dad and, like, yo, I got to work to provide. Yeah. My dad was the type of person, like, he would just be working, like, the work to take care of himself. We didn't see him. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we didn't yeah, see yeah. him. Like, my mom took care of it. Mm. And, like, when we did see him, he was always struggling and shit. So, mm. like, it was hard for me because I looked up to my dad at such a young age. Like, mm-hmm. when I was a kid and, like, my parents were together, I looked up to my dad. He had businesses. He had this. And then, like, after the divorce, it just kind of went to shit. Mm-hmm. He was depressed. He was in a dark place. Like, he was yeah. a drunk. Like, he had, yeah. But, like, thinking of it now as a grown man, like, he had lost everything. Mm-hmm. His family, his house. Mm-hmm. So, like, I understand it. But then it's, like, at the same time, like, I get that, like, all that shit caused a lot of family issues and a lot of like um broken like broken family shit yeah, you know what yeah, i mean so yeah. like yeah like 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 you said like i'm gonna keep it g bro like me and my dad got into it super ugly today like you know what i'm saying so like dead <laughs> hey. ass, like dead ass bro like that's how you coming all black and they're like <laughs> nah nah it was like some whole, it was some whole other shit but like i still like it, it it's, it's tough for me because i'm getting older now hold on like, hold on because you're talking a lot, and I got a lot of great questions. Okay, let's get it. I know, right? Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but no, nah, because uh, I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one with your dad. How does it make you feel knowing that even where you're at right now, uh, you're struggling to connect with your father? How does that make you feel? Um, It makes me feel like if I don't, if I don't ever just accept the man that he is, I'm forever just going to just, like, be irritated. So now I'm just trying to teach myself to just accept that he's just the way he is and he's never going to change. And that's the toughest thing for me because I want him yeah. to hear me and, like, bro, like, it's not right the way that you are. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you these things so that we could understand each other better. But he sees it as me just being, like, a dickhead and, like, I have idiotic ways and, like, I'm disrespectful, but it's, like, not even that. And so you're just not even being open-minded to the fact that, like, if it's not your way, it's no way. And that ain't right. I think it has more to just do with that era because my dad's the same way. The way they were raised. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's more so that, like, they don't know how to accept another way outside of, plus to dig down and work hard. Mm. Like, because, I don't know, I, my dad hasn't even accepted it. It's a new age, new future. He still mm-hmm. got old school computers. If I show you the type of computer we got, you were like, nigga, throw that shit away. <laughs> Still dialing <laughs> up? 
Bro, <laughs> I, I, when I say we got an Apple Mac from 1984, my nigga, a oh, Macintosh. It says Macintosh, nigga. It's not even a Mac, nigga. What I do you a, do with that? I got a full Macintosh <laughs> <laughs> in the fucking garage. I got a couple of them. You got a what, what, what do you do with those? We don't do shit. They don't. There's no way they could work. Those there's are just no like way. end tables or some they're, shit. They're just in the garage. Yeah, just put but, plants on top of it or something. Nigga, if you try to throw them away, this uh, can't happen. It can't. I, I literally, <laughs> like my dad's such a hoarder. Me, me, and my mom tried to throw away everything. Uh-huh. He literally just took the trash can, dumped it over, pulled it all out, and just left it there. And then he was like, "That's my stuff." <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I think my dad's mentally ill too. <laughs> Damn, that was yeah. That's different. That's yeah. different. Yeah, no, my, I think I got a crazy dad. My dad is literally just the type of dude that just like. <laughs> he puts work before life. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. he doesn't feel like a man if he didn't mm-hmm. get up and go bust his ass for the day. And like mm-hmm. you said, like they just don't accept that it's a new era. Like he sees my hustle as lazy because I'm not up at five thirty every day busting my ass. But it's like, bro, you don't know that I, I was, was just up until five. Yeah, because we had a show last night in front of <laughs> yeah. two, three hundred people. Yeah. That you, you know what I mean? And, and like I just feel very discredited by my dad. Mm-hmm. But like. I'm learning that I don't got to prove shit to him. And, like, that's what's, like, that I, that's how I have to strengthen my mind now because, like, you know, me growing up, like, you always want, like, your pops to be proud of you. You mm-hmm. always want that. And, like, I learned that, like, damn, even though I didn't realize it, like, I was seeking that from my dad, but mm-hmm. it's, like, I'm never going to get that until it's, mm-hmm. like, the world sees it. And yeah. I and I know that now, so it's, like, I'm just trying to… That's what, that's what you feel like it will take for him to… Oh, yeah, for sure. Until side. he sees money and yeah, this and yeah. cars and shit. Like, it's, it's not, that's not successful. Like, me yeah. doing what I love to do every day and paying my bills off and shit is not successful to my dad because it's not… You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. wants me to… I understand he wants me to see me doing better. But right now, this is the better path for me because it's what I love to do. And he doesn't understand that. But are you ever afraid that he might die before you ever get it? Yeah. That, that bothers that you. Fears that fears me. Yeah, because yeah, 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 of the way he works. Yeah, like yeah. how hard my dad works and he don't take care of himself. And that's a whole another tension that I have with my dad. Is that he doesn't listen to anything I say. He, my dad thinks I'm crazy, bro. Like my dad thinks that like because of the way I eat. Like I, I'm majority of the time plant-based. So like even the way I eat is just like… It irks him. He's like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and like me being like fit and skinnier than my, my whole family, they think that I'm unhealthy and that I don't eat a lot. Like, I'm like, bro, they, my family looks at me like I'm crazy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, my mom's side is a little bit more understanding than they get it. But my dad's side is like... What, what you going on? Yeah, and I've realized that like, it's also because of the way my dad has talked about me too, that side of the yeah, family. So yeah. that also adds to a whole nother, like, yeah. why I'm like, dad, like, why would you ever badmouth me to people that don't even know me? Because mm-hmm. I don't really even know my dad's side of the family like mm-hmm. that. So, so you made- there's just so much shit that has been built up with me and my dad that I've tried to let go, but it just always gets worse and yeah. worse. And it's like... Well, you're, you said you're 23, so I feel like you're at that prime age where you're starting to see things yeah. at it from a different lens. Like, oh, for like sure. Like you said earlier, like... I just had to accept who he is mm-hmm. so I can be better and move on and be able to do the things I want to do without holding so much animosity towards Hell him. Hell yeah. I just got to know that's who he is. And when I this shit does pop, then he'll come back around. It's crazy because I realize like my dad is a trigger to me, bro. Like mm. it's crazy. Yeah. It sucks, bro. Mm. Like my dad, even if I see a phone call, I'm like, ah, what, is he, what is he going to ask me for today? Because mm-hmm. like my dad's not the type of dad that'll just call me and be like, hey, how's your day, son? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's always like, he needs a favor, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he don't ever want to do no favors for nobody else. Yeah, but everybody got to be yeah. there to do a favor for him. So yeah. it's like, there's just a lot of shit, bro. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like, now I just like, especially after today, I'm just like, man, you know what? I'm good. 
I got to stop stressing myself over this shit. Yeah. You want to be the way you are? That's fine. Yeah. I just can't hurt myself over it no more. Yeah. I can't bend over backwards. I can't do it no more, even though you're my pops, and I hate to see you working the way you are. I got to I gotta focus my mind to stay sane mm-hmm. and healthy. Mm-hmm. Can't that. let nobody... I don't let really anybody get me out of character. So when I see, like, my dad, like, I get out of character with my dad, I'm just like, fuck, bro. Like, that's not good. That's it's not, not a, good, it's but it's, not it's a, one of the closest people too. That's exactly. your blood. And, and you're uh, his blood. And it hurts. You, you feel know? me? So like I, it, it, shit hurts more when it's like that. It hurts more. Just so. forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Blood. Just forgive yourself because that's your that's y'all have the shame. Y'all share the blood. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy for that person to take you to another level. Bro, that's crazy. Character. I hate that shit. I hate it. Yeah. Oh, you know, I used to like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 But you but you've I'll have more than yeah, yeah, but I haven't heard that in a while. And that I feel like that's because well, maybe because you're very busy, so you don't be at the that house part. a lot. You know what I mean? Keep keep yourself away oh, from no, the, the this, toxicity. No, 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 there's a lot to say. I just, you know, again, I've accepted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm in hell. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, but like, this is what it looks like. Uh, but, I, but, 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 but I will say this is that, you know, I love my dad and I always love him. And he's taught me a lot of the things that I know today as far as how to be a hard worker, how to be responsible with my, mm-hmm. my financial shit and my bills. Like, he's taught me so many good things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, that's the tough part. But you know what I mean? Um, and I'll never discredit him for that. But there's also a lot of things that, like, like I said before, like... Just attention. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? But I don't ever, like... I don't ever look past the shit that he has done for me and the, and the, and the sacrifice that he had to give for me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and my siblings. So mm-hmm. that's what makes it hard, too, because it's like, fuck, bro. Like, yeah. After you get into a fight, you feel bad. Or, like, right instantly, like, you're just like, fuck, why'd I say that? Like, why did I do that? Yeah. Like, but then you're just like, nah, fuck that. He said this and he said that. And that's the, that's just like, damn, bro. It just but wasn't. You really don't didn't mean he, the mean shit you said. Nah. That's nah, the, it's that's just, the, the, yeah. But it's out there. Yeah. That's, yeah. It is what. It is what. Mm-hmm. But, hey, oh. This is such a great conversation, man. I know. Let's get into the first game. Let's do it. First game. First game is Behind the Post. Behind Behind the Post. post. So every guest that comes into the podcast, uh, mostly every guest, I I scour through their social medias and try to find context behind some of the things they have posted. Oh, that's actually a good one. Okay. On social media. All right. right? And so I usually go to Twitter because Twitter is the best place to go. Oh, shit. I've been on one on Twitter, too. (laughs) People put out... People like to... (laughs) Put their thoughts out on Twitter, all right. more or less than anywhere else. So went to Twitter with this one. Let's all do right? it. I'm curious. And let's keep it nice, the first one. You posted this uh, November 7th, 2021. So just a couple days ago. Okay. I go up in value where your dreams would get shattered. Mm, dot, dot, yeah, dot. I like that. I go up in value like where your dreams would get shattered. So please give me a little bit more context behind that post. I can't discredit this. This is a Meek Mill bar on his new album, Expensive Pain. Okay. But it's the truth. I truly feel like I go up in value where a lot of dreams get shattered. Okay. Um, Especially in this music shit, bro. I feel like uh, over the last two years, my growth has been like exponential. Mm-hmm. You have been on a tear. And um, a lot of that has to do with the risks that I've taken. Mm-hmm. And the opportunities that I have been given that I have taken advantage of, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like before I used to discredit myself mm-hmm. and not give myself enough credit for that shit. Mm-hmm. But like now, I feel like I'm not so much talking my shit, but I'm just proving with my actions what I'm really here to do okay. and what I'm about. And I don't feel like 
I really don't feel like a lot of people in the Inland Empire are seeing things from like a vision that's deeper than just the IE. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Talk that shit. Expand on that more. I kind of feel like, you know, a lot of people get stuck just in the Inland Empire and they get stuck doing the same things and the same shows with the same people. And like, I want to expand from that. Like, you know, it's just, and I feel like when people elevate, they got to elevate everything they do around them. Exactly. They can't just, ele- like, they can't just say they're going to elevate. They got to elevate everything, bro. You got to mm-hmm. just ele- elevate everything you do. Like, once you did something, don't try to look back and do it again. Mm-hmm. What's next? Yeah. What's the next What's the next thing I got to do? What's the bigger thing? Like, who do I need to reach out to? Who do I need to talk to? What do I need to do to elevate my image, my music, my wardrobe? Whatever it is, bro, you just got to elevate. I just don't feel like everybody in the IE is doing that. Because I think, like, it, it's, it's like this battle between ego and professionalism, right? Crabs in a bucket, bro. I hate like, that shit. Well, it's crabs in a bucket, but I think it's really because that's the difference between ego and professionalism, right? So some people are substituting art for confidence, so that's why they get stuck in the whole crab in a bucket situation. But the whole professionalism side is you 30 miles and beyond, bro, so you don't even see what the crabs are doing. <laughs> you had a market. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's crazy because I was uh, at a show on... I think it was Friday night, the Rhyme Fest with Nugs and uh, Vell. Okay. And just like talking about that ego shit, bro. Like I was on shrooms and like I was just seeing. You like, saw all the ego. <laughs> I just seen like, bro. Yeah. I just seen way, like what like. Like kind of like what like everybody was really there for type yeah, shit. Like who's moving, there right? to just look cool? Like yeah. who's here to really do some or who's here to just kind of like oh I want everybody to see me yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And me, like, bro, like, even when, like, I'm performing, ever, like, I stay tucked off, bro. Like, even, like, at my shows and shit, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to do the most. I'm not trying to be the one because I know what I'm going to do when I get on the stage. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm there for. Mm-hmm. I'm not there to, of course, I'm there to network and to meet people, but I'm not there to, like, make a scene and, like, make it known that I'm there. Like, you know how people just, like, mm-hmm. carry this demeanor of, like, I'm the most important yeah. motherfucker yeah. in the room. And, yeah. like, I don't like that, bro. Like, mm-hmm. we're all people regardless of what we've done. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, of course, respect should be shown for people's hard work and their achievements. Mm-hmm. But egotistic, like egotistical shit is just uh, not it. Like making somebody swaying, feel like they're like less. They, yeah, like somebody's yeah. like less than you. Like you had try to have a conversation with somebody you never met before. And it's like, yo, like, yeah. Like, you know, they short talk you like, like, bro, who the fuck are you type but, shit? But, here, but, here, but here's my question, though, because that's that's some real shit. Yeah. But there's also this part of the game where you got to network. So how does how does recognizing that affect your networking in this business. Because for me, like, I come across somebody like that, I just want to fuck with you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But then some people, you kind of like, okay, if I did just work with them, yeah, that's who they are. But if I work with them, this could help my my trajectory and my career. As long could... as it doesn't, like, well, for me personally, like, as long as it doesn't jeopardize your morals, like, your morals and what you stand yeah, for, yeah, of course. fuck it. If it's a good mm-hmm. business move and y'all going to both make money, mm-hmm. fuck it if I don't like you. Mm-hmm. Let's make this money together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Type shit. I'm that kind of guy. Yeah. I don't care unless the beef is like hella deep. But like, I ain't really on those like deep street shit it's, like it's that. It's not even like, it's like, it's like if you notice somebody talk to somebody some certain way. Yeah, or like you heard you, some shit or seen yeah, some you, shit. You see how they carry themselves. Because you do be seeing how certain people yeah, move out there, Exactly. Yeah. Like you see how they move and you're like, I don't think I want to fuck with that. I don't know if I want to work with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if they reach out to work with me, maybe, or. But then that's, but that's when like you get your bag. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you get your bag. Yeah, if somebody, yeah. if somebody in that scale. And you're just kind of like, mm, I don't really fuck with you like that, like personally. Mm. But you want to work with me? 
That's when you, you know, yeah, yeah. a couple of extra points on the price. <laughs> <laughs> it's all business, bro. It's it's all business. Like, yeah, yeah. And me, I don't ever take that ego shit, pers- ego shit personally. Yeah. I just laugh at it. And I'm just like, bro, like, yeah. you could have built somebody. You could have built something. Because you know it's not going to last. Yeah, like it doesn't last. Like that shit doesn't last. And even like even sometimes I catch myself kind of like being on some like fuck everybody shit. But it's Mm -hmm. not on like no egotistical shit. It's just on some like I need to focus up and I can't let no outside noise Mm -hmm. intervene what I got going or influence me. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I think there always comes a certain part of the journey where you could talk some shit and it's not flexing. It just sounds like flexing. Like saying like I have no competition. Some people might say, Oh, that's like flexing, but it's like nah. I'm just working on myself. I literally don't have no competition because I don't see none, and I'm I only see none I'm proving it to me. Yeah, like right here, like the, like that's that's me, bro. Like yeah. I look at myself in the mirror every day, and I'm like, yo, you're doing better than you did yesterday. You're doing good. Let's keep going. Let's yeah. keep it going, bro. Like just keep doing whatever you got to do. Even if you grow that much every day, that shit is gonna like th- those bricks stack mm-hmm. up. If you lay one a day, that shit's gonna stack up, bro. Mm-hmm. Like. And I just try to do better than I did yesterday, like every day, bro. I feel Straight up. Oh, second one. Oh. Behind the post for the second one. Frankie mm-hmm. OG. Mm-hmm. Posted this June 27th, 2021. June 2-7. Shout out to the women that looked out for me when I didn't have shit. I tweeted that? You tweeted that. Shout out to the women that looked out for me when Mac I didn't and I have shit. shit. Now, that could be, that can go many different ways. That could be family, you know, mothers, sisters, cousins, or that could be something that had, something that had to happen. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, something there. had to happen. <laughs> Shout out to all the women that looked out for me. About to pay the phone bill when you needed it, that'd be done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, honestly, bro, like, I was raised by women. Okay. Like, yeah, like my moms, my two sisters, yeah, 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 you know, and my aunties. Mm hmm. Um, and I just have like a lot of friends that are girls mm-hmm. that like, not a lot, just like, I would say like two or three mm-hmm. that are like just friends, bro, mm-hmm. like that I can confide into, that I could call. They call okay. me, we check in on each other, they make sure my mental's straight. Okay. They know if I don't call for a couple of days That's type good. shit, they know like he's stressed out or something's wrong yeah. type shit, you know? Okay. So like literally just shout out to all the women that have so looked out for None of that was about those sneaky links. Nah, 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 nah. High key, low key, does take lady friends. To have that type of friend that's gonna check up on you. Oh, for sure. Like lady friends do mm-hmm. check up. Mm-hmm. Like, or they'll they'll know when they know something's off. They be like, let's go get something to eat, and they, yeah. and they treat you. Know? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the homegirls you don't fuck. No, nah, for real, <laughs> for real, <laughs> for real. Though. Nah, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's the real, for real, for real. Like, cause I know there's women out there that start hating on the dude's women friend, mm-hmm. but you be like, but you don't understand this woman friend gonna keep me with you. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. She's the one that been telling me don't trip off this yeah. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, high key. You know, that's just how women are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah that's fact. Now I'm just saying that's, that's why. Most, so yeah, most women don't understand that female friend in a man's life to keep keep you grounded in the relationship. Like hell yeah, yeah. You can go talk to him like man, she's bugging out. This is that and the third. You're like, but Yo. you need to do go yeah. be her friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you for real need to go do. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, but like, uh, but that's what I'm. That that one just has to be just like, okay. Yeah, that's I was like, just wondering, you know, yeah, most, yeah, yeah. Most I'm men like, don't talk about those bridges. Yeah. When I speak about bridges, it's about those women that we had in our life. That kind of helped us get from one part of the land to the other. 
A shout out to my ex-wife. <laughs> I mean, that's that's that crazy because I, I, I was, the, the first thing I thought was like one of my ex-girlfriends. Like, you know what I mean? Like, shout out to one of my ex-girlfriends. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm not going to say no names, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. She, she showed me a lot of shit that I would never like. Yeah, they'll hold you down. Too, <clears> for sure. The love is real. For but, sure. You know, my ex-wife named this show. Mm. I did not know mm. that. That's that's how I came up with the name. Mm. That's how I started podcast. She gave me a mic. And she gave me so a now show. I'm forced to like her. Is that what you're saying? She she's really <laughs> dope. She's she's really dope. She just doesn't know that she doesn't like me. And she's treating me horribly. <laughs> Cause in her mind, she in woman world. So in her mind, everything's fine, but she's yeah. treating me like shit. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, this sucks. But I'm rocking with it because you were my ex-wife and the mother of my Child. Yeah, yeah. So, she might have forgot. She, you know. Sometimes woman. I feel like, bitch, you forgot we have a kid together. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't no other nigga. We yeah. gotta be. We gotta talk different. Hey, <laughs> 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 like, what? Wait, what are we doing here? All right, wait, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> you took ten years of my life. That's a decade. <laughs> I've been with you for a whole decade. We we gotta be cool, but we getting there. Okay. Hopefully she doesn't come back when we get the bag and she tries to say, "Hey, I named that show Tony." By the way, I'll give it to her. I won't. I don't fight with her. Okay. Well, I do, but I don't. I'll give it to her. But okay. that's how we got it. She she bought me that. She bought me this mic, and like I was just like I don't know. I was just talking on it. Like the show was so different, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I don't know what to name it. And then we was we was on the couch and. Oh, I'm falling in love with her again. <laughs> no, no, this was, not doing this it. was a dope Pull moment. Back. This no, was a dope back. moment. Come back up. All right, yeah. <laughs> because it was dope. But that's how we got today. Yeah, that's how we got And we're on to the next. It was really beautiful how it came together. It was, it was, it was amazing. The energy behind it. it was beautiful. I wonder what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, no. <laughs> Last for behind the post. Okay. <laughs> Frankie OG. Okay, okay. And I'm interested to hear why you want to do this. You posted this uh, October 19th, 2021. I'm interested too. It's official. I need to go to New Zealand. Yo. Dot, dot, yeah, dot. yeah. Yo. The women that have been following <laughs> me on... Bro. Yo. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what algorithm I hit or yeah. what it has been, but bro... There has been some fine ass women from New Zealand. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a group of friends that they all know each other, but right. they have like just been following me on like Instagram and Twitter and like, you know, going back and forth with me in my DMs. I'm like, yo, I need to get to New Zealand because it's about the third <laughs> baddie. And like after the third one hit me up on Twitter, I instantly was just like, okay, you know what? It's official. I need to go. Like this yeah. is just not. See, I was like, maybe it's business, or maybe he saw something out there that we don't know. Nah, but hell no. See, that's the one. That, see, that one right there, that's about the women. Okay. That one right, I was like, yeah. fuck. Like, I have met women from breed. New Zealand and women from Switzerland. They got the baddest white women I've ever seen on the face of this earth. Oh, yeah, American white women are whack. What? No, Texan white. I like a Texas. I like a good Texas white woman. <laughs> oh, okay, like homegrown <laughs> white woman. Where they okay, taller you than might, you yes, and they got yes, some strong yes. ass. You might be right. You might be right. Hey, you been you been in Texas, man? No white women. You you been in Texas? <laughs> Anyone? No, man, they about they they like they like six foot like me, nigga. Uh-huh. Like, fuck. But they like filled out right. They can cook yams properly. Oh, bro. <laughs> and they got that country swank to them. Yeah. To that them. little accent. You know what? You, you're right. Country, country homebred white women. But like LA oh white God. women. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> no. They don't I don't just... even like to meet women in LA, bro. Because uh, bro. they always, 
They always fuck somebody's DJ or they are on tour with somebody doing something. Or they're, they, they, Every woman in L.A. bro, I just... I, <laughs> the, the dating pool is tiny in L.A., bro. Yeah, L.A. is a cesspool. I it's a, I'm having fun. But, oh, <laughs> LA, yeah. I don't be such a nah. filthy, filthy place. <laughs> you it's wouldn't just believe like, what they allow you to do over there. <laughs> yeah, bro. I just Somebody don't be across with, just, a, with a black light across LA. Just oof. oh my god, it would be blinding. Yeah, it probably would. Be. It would just reflect back to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit, what the fuck is that? The fuck is that? Fuck. Damn. So New Zealand's where it's at. I gotta go. Okay. I gotta go. I gotta get my passport. And plus, I feel I like go. your music and your style will, can will really lend you to being out there. Like that part. You know, I feel I mean? like yeah. And New Zealand appreciates a lot of original underground feeling hip hop. I get I get mistaken for being like Armenian a lot too. Mm-hmm. Like when, especially when I have my hair up. Mm-hmm. Like when I have my hair up, mm-hmm. I definitely get mistaken for being an Armenian. I can see dude, that. Like, yeah. I can see that. Times. Okay. Yeah. Ever, been, so what, what all races do you get mixed with? Like uh, get mixed up with Armenian. I got asked if I was Persian before. Okay, I, can I see got that. asked if I was um, Arabic. Okay, uh, yeah, like Arabic. I think that's another race, right? Okay, yeah. Um, no, Arabic's technically a language. Is it? Right, Arabian. 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 There you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Arabian. Um, yeah, Persian, Arabian, Indian. I get asked if I'm native. And these too. are all from like. Different American white women asking these different, questions. Different right? women. Yeah, sure. yeah, different yeah. women. Different women. Yeah, different yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. Usually, different women. Yeah. Usually American white women go ask that question. <laughs> and I'm like... Why do you think you're just a dumb And then I'm just like, nah. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you All for right, participating. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, thank you. Behind that shit was post. cool. Yeah, that shit was cool. Because I, I didn't keep it too, too half crazy. The time I'll be, half the time, I'll be really high when I tweet. So I'm like, damn, what is he going to pull out? Because I've been on one. I've been on one. Real quick, shout out to JFK with the juke boos. JFK yeah, with, with the juke, juke. juke. <laughs> Big jukes. Big jukes, you know? Hit you with that Lamar Jackson juke exactly. boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, was- he, he came back with the camera. <laughs> oh, you got him. I seen that. Hey, that was a good one. You got him. That, I seen the free spray. He was like, <laughs> I seen that. It's a rare sighting right there. That's like nah, that was a good one. Like, it's a rare sighting. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was for me, but I'm glad we all had a good time. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, I'm yeah, no, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> all right, we, we, nah. uh, so music. We're still gonna stick up to music. We're back yeah, to the music for sure, for all right. sure. All right. And uh, so you've been working with the likes of Nug Life, yep, Noah James, yep. Zay, a lot of really good, accomplished uh, underground artists Hell out yeah. here. Um, Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Just speak on some of the things you might have learned working with them that you've applied to your your arsenal. Your arsenal. I like that question. Man, um, definitely I'm gonna start off with Noah. Um, Noah definitely taught me my stage presence for sure. Mm-hmm. Um Noah took me on my first tour okay. back in twenty nineteen. Okay. And um I had been doing like open mics and showing like shows and stuff, but mm-hmm. like that tour was like what really kinda I f- like how where I found my stage presence and mm-hmm. like my performance. Okay. Because um, I remember the first show, I was so nervous that I wasn't holding the mic right, and mm-hmm. Noah came on stage and was like, "Hey, just relax, like yeah. hold it like this." And uh, yeah, after he literally after he showed me how to hold the mic, it was a wrap from there. Like I literally just <laughs> once like, you were able to speak into the mic. Once probably, I knew yeah, how to do yeah. it and like it sounded how I like to sound, yeah. that's when I was like, "Okay, let's do this shit." And yeah. we ended up killing the rest of the tour, like. 
He's also taught me, you know, how to not let that shit get to you. Like mm-hmm. when people do weird shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And always just stay like humble and be yourself no matter what. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just spread love. Like he always says he is love. And like I feel that shit. Cause mm-hmm. like that's I'm not I'm not into confrontational shit. I don't like to fight. I don't like to do all that extra shit. Cause like growing up, that shit was all around drama, fighting. Drugs, bullshit, death, all that shit was around me when I was a kid. So like now that I'm older, I just want to be at peace. I want to smoke my weed. I want to make my music. I want to get this money. And I want to do shit that I've never done before. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Like I want to do shit I ain't never done before. Like? Like, like, like travel the world, bro. Like I got to get my passport. Okay. You know Teleport. what I mean? I want to travel the world, bro. Like I just literally want to travel everywhere to eat food. <laughs> like New I just want to try everybody's food. Mm-hmm. Like do some shopping in everybody's cultures. Buy art in different places, mm-hmm. like learn cultures, learn different languages, like okay. learn different business avenues that people. That part. You know what I'm saying? Because people in different countries have different mindsets. They their governments are set mm-hmm. different. You never know how you could take somebody's ideas and mm-hmm. like you know bring them back over here and upgrade something that you got going on. Just so many different things that I think about, like when I want to do things I've never done before. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, bro. What's one area in your talent you wish you could improve or you want to improve? Organization. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like with my music. Like organization with my music shit. Mm -hmm. Like making deadlines. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, um... What's what's preventing you? What's one of the things that holds you back from that? It's just... Life, bro. Like, I have have a a really busy, like, life just, like, making sure the financial shit gets done at the end of the month. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of that shit portrays into the time that I have for, like, being an independent artist. Because, like, I'm fully independent, bro. Like, I, like, book my own shows, book my own studio shit. Like, Mm -hmm. the only real help I have right now is Nug Life. Mm -hmm. Like, now, like, Nug Life is, like, you know, he's been helping me more and more with Mm -hmm. stuff and shit like that. So it's starting to come together a little bit more. I'm starting to ease that stress Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I also just feel like my my organization is one thing that stops that shit, too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like I'm focused on the right things. And I'm like, oh, fuck, but I forgot about this, this, and this. Just because it's just not being organized because there's so much shit Mm -hmm. going on around me that I just need to take that time to really organize. Everything, get my ducks in a row. You know what I'm saying? Oh, trust me, I feel it. That's yeah. something. Yeah, something that helps is having two sets of calendars. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I don't know if you do that. I have one calendar. I don't have two, but I got one. I, I got two sets of whiteboard calendars. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, one, you put the shit that, you know, life is on, right? Mm. And then you put your deadline stuff okay. on the other calendar. I see that. Color coordinated. Okay. And then it's better because, like, yeah, because I got like a lot of stuff I do. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Hell yeah. But the only that's how I was on. Like, okay. I'm able like Tuesday. I'm like, oh, blue, purple, and green's due today. You know. Or, yeah. That's just something I can offer. Though. No, that's tight. That's yeah. tight. Yeah. That actually, that actually helps a lot. The the whiteboard calendars because you whiteboard. can just yeah erase the shit. Like, and, bam, bam. Yeah. And you don't never gotta keep buying calendars. I like that. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take your idea, bro. I'm gonna take that. I'm taking that. <laughs> all black gives you an idea. For real, Man, we nah, appreciate that, bro. Baby, we all trying to get it out here. We all trying to get. And it. like honestly, bro, like uh, like how I said earlier, like the growth has been exponential. So I'm still just kind of like trying to get like, oh shit, like yeah. shit's moving real fast. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta mm-hmm. keep up. Yeah. And trying to like make sure that the music that I'm recording is better than everything that I'm putting out. You know what I'm saying? I so like you. seeing seeing the music elevated, my bars elevate, and then being like, fuck, I gotta top that now. Yeah. Let's do it. So I'm trying to go, and that's why I'm like trying to go out and live my life more to get inspired for these bars and like do shit more in real life. Yeah. And like 
real quick. Yeah, that's uh, uh, real quick. If anyone's trying to be a comic or artist or anything, it is so great. I'm so glad you could do your thing for 24 hours a day in a studio. I'm so glad you could hit open mics five times a night, seven days a week. But if you're not living life, you're not absorbing life, and there's no way you're going to put out good art. Nope. That is so important. Yeah. That is so important. Because I, lack, I lacked that, bro. I used to just be so focused on like, oh, I got to write these bars. I got to write this. And I wasn't living my fucking life, it's bro. It's easy like, to do. I wasn't going out and like going to buy myself something or going to fucking mm-hmm. have lunch by myself or hitting the homie like, bro, let's go do this. Let's go do that. Or just mm-hmm. go to the beach or like, you know date different women and shit bro like not be so secluded and like you know what I mean be so serious about my life Mm -hmm. that's one thing that I'm just like because I had to be that way at a certain point but now it's like I've worked hard enough to set myself towards like yo go live your life Mm -hmm. make your money and elevate everything you're doing Mm -hmm. don't stress so much about it at all you know what I mean that's that's one thing that I'm like learning how to just like forget is to just ease my tension and my own stress here that I set on myself well, more power to you because you're younger than me. You figured that out. I just recently figured it out. I was like, man, I'm burning myself. For mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. let me kick back and chill. And then the jokes get better. You get to have more fun. You get to mm-hmm. introduce and meet new people, learn new stuff. And so, hey, more power to you. Thank you, bro. And yeah. like, one of those. I really like your mindset on the side note. Thank you, bro. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, as as men. Like, we feel like we have to provide and we have to live up to this certain stigma. So, like. When we see certain shit not going through, I feel like that really um, punches us emotionally. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and like as a man, we're not going to show that all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like we'll have some shit going on that won't nobody know about because we don't want to talk about it. We don't want. We just like we gotta figure it out. A lot and of that, that is, you know what I'm yeah. saying. So a lot of that takes into like not being able to go and like live your life and being so stressed out about your future and shit because certain shit that you're worried about, like fuck, how am I gonna get this paid? But it doesn't need to get paid until another fucking 14 days. Don't stress about it. Yeah. Figure that shit out. You're gonna get to you're gonna need to handle it when the time gets there. I'm the type of person that's stressing about shit that like 20 days away. I'm like, why am I what the fuck? Why am I ruining my day to day? Like over some shit that's 20 days away. Like yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Type. Don't stress about it. We're gonna yeah. figure it out. And amazingly, you always do. Always, bro. I've never been in a situation I could not figure something out. Think mm-hmm. about that shit. Right. Think about you it, just bro. Think about it. Never. Yeah. Never, bro. You just do. It's just wild. Even when it's crunch time, it'll be some crunch time stuff. And if you really freaking out, you're like, oh, this really ain't going to go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the last second, you'll be like, oh, bing, you're good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, stay calm. Don't panic. You'll figure it out. And having the confidence in yourself that mm-hmm. you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I'm getting a lot from you is that you got, you. I'm, I'm assuming through you know, the bouncing around, you have to find a sense of yourself real quick. Yeah, hell you yeah. You know what I mean? And get grounded in yourself, you know, so. Hell I, yeah, bro. I, I see a lot of confidence in you, even from, you know, just from when you're spitting, just how you're naturally talking. I love it. Thank you, bro. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Nah. That's just my <laughs> nah, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Random question. Top five Thanksgiving side dishes. Oh, the side dishes? Shit. It is about the side dishes, right? It's about the side dishes. Turkey is just there for the looks. Me, me personally, it's about my, the side my, dishes. <laughs> yeah. It really is about the side it's dishes. It's the biggest bird we can get and put on the fucking table. Like, if we can get an ostrich and put it on there, we would. That part. Turkey is the biggest one. My top five would definitely be mac and cheese. Okay. You got to be a that's, That has to be number one yeah. for me. The mashed potatoes have to be smacking. Okay. I'm a stuffing kind of guy. I like stuffing. I like stuffing. Yes. I fuck with stuffing, bro. <laughs> like I know people don't, but I fuck with stuffing. I fuck with stuffing. Um, 
People always hate on me for this, but the cranberry sauce. Okay, that's where you lose You eat me. that? That's have, where you lose I me have, right have, there. I'm off the chain. But it has to be like it has to be like natural and good though. Not like that canned bullshit. Okay. That that's can. all, nah. Yeah. That shit turns me off. Yeah. That shit tur- like I've had a real natural cranberry sauce mm. with the turkey and I was like, whoa, okay. this is really good. Okay. Like it's it's the 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 three is like you get a little bit of stuffing, yeah. the cranberry sauce, and you get yeah. a piece of turkey. Okay. And then that's how you that's how I do See, it. See, it sounds like it has the potential to be good. Yeah, but just, you have to have the good cranberry sauce. Like, yeah. I don't just eat cranberry all sauce every Thanksgiving. That that's how we know. <laughs> See, that's that what I mean. <laughs> 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 My family, like, we would make Thanksgiving, and the last thing that would open up that goddamn can, <laughs> turn it upside <laughs> down on the, t- on the plate, and then <laughs> and it just sits there, and it's like, that's not getting touched. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I already knew that. I see. I already knew. I was like, this is the one that everybody bags on me for. But it's because I have had a good one though. See, you had a good one. I've yeah. had a good one. No. I've I've been searching ever since. But like, I've had a good one. And uh, my parents wouldn't even touch it either. They put it on the plate. It, it was, was just there it was for more looks. decor. Yeah, it was decor. It was like, all right, I've so got the cranberry sauce. It's just cram- complete. It's what like, do you do with it? It's like a, it's like a third candle. <laughs> 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 We're not gonna light, light it, but uh, it's just it's, there. It's here. <laughs> it looks nice. It looks nice. All right, so mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, potatoes stuffing, stuffing cranberry, cranberry sauce. sauce. The fifth one. I don't like them, but they have to be there. Otherwise, it's not Thanksgiving. Yams, bro. Yams. Okay. Yeah. They have to like, even though I don't, you don't eat like them, them. Yeah, I don't eat them, bro. So, so it's aesthetics. But, but they have to be, be there. there. <laughs> they ha- otherwise, it doesn't feel like it. Like if I don't see the big ass marshmallows over the yams, like, I just don't. Yeah. It's like, are we Thanksgiving? What is, what's yeah. Going on? <laughs> wait, wait. I gotta see it. How do you like your mac and cheese? Wet top or crunchy top? Crunchy top. Crunchy All top. right, there crunchy we go. Crunchy top. Okay, they gotta okay. be baked. Crunchy yes, yes. Yeah, Three gotta... levels of cheese. Thank you, bro. Okay. That's like Thanksgiving is like the only day where I say fuck it, and I eat everything. <laughs> I say fuck it. I don't eat pork, but I, like I'll I'll break my dairy shit and I'll eat my mac and cheese and yeah, shit. I tell you, you don't. Really eat me unless I go out of state and travel because you got to experience it, right? Of course. Yeah. 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 So I feel you on that. Like, I, like, okay, like, I won't eat, like, a steak by choice, but, like, if I went, like, to, like, Texas or something, right. I got to have, like, barbecue. You got to yeah. have a steak. Because it's special. You got to. You got to. When I was in New Orleans, I had to try the po' boy. You no, know, I had to eat. Shrimp. I think yeah. I had a gator, but I can't. I can't tell you what it tastes like. I can't remember. I was Miami. Crazy. I have uh, frog legs. Yeah, oh, yeah I frog legs. I've I've been had. Right. You, you shook your head to the frog different. legs. That is different. It is, oh, but that's what, it's, it's, it is different. Trust me. That's very different. Like, like I, I just <laughs> see them. Like the, the <laughs> legs are just like, <laughs> like they fry. The WB. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, like, <laughs> do they fry them? <laughs> No, no. Well, I had, yeah. It I was had, deep fried. Yeah, I, deep I fried. Had fried. So it tastes like so, chicken. So, so was it like? Did you see like the little like legs? Like was it? Did no, it, no, did no. It look no. like it, little legs. You just hop it, around with that it, shit it, on the it table. It look, look like the legs. Yeah, like you know what you eat, bro. It, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna front. Yeah, but because it's got toes and everything. I'm not gonna eat that out here. Exactly. So I had to. Exactly. Some things, cause some things like. Dude, in the South, they eat everything. I want to try. I want to try fried gator nuggets. 
Yeah, no, Gator. I know it wasn't bad. I just can't remember what it tastes like. I but. seen that on uh, some like swamp, swamp people or something like that. They mm-hmm. had fried Gator nuggets. Like he caught a fresh Gator, chopped it up, and made Gator nuggets, and it looked like chicken nuggets, but they were Gator nuggets. I was See? Like, Damn, I, I haven't had Gator, gator but... nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that shit crazy, right? <laughs> what do you dip Gator nuggets in? I would Not just like go a... regular ranch. And that's the thing: the different meats gotta come with different sauces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you just open up your palate. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Gator nuggets. How do you guys feel about raw fish? Oh, I fuck sushi. with sushi all day. Y'all oh, fuck with it? Yeah. No, I eat sushi. I eat no, yeah. I mean I eat sushi, but I can't eat like the raw fish. I like bake the baked oh, okay. rolls, the like the, sushi. the, okay. the, di- the deep fried rolls. Okay. That's ooh, so. What about what about the raw fish? Is it the thought of the raw fish or is it the taste? Or nah, the my my dad or like my dad's family when we used to go out to sushi place they used to make me like sashimi and like all that nasty raw yeah. t- like raw <laughs> tuna. Like they would so just get good. order of just like. Raw fishes and it'd be just a bunch of different raw fish and I just remember the taste of it just being so like strong and I was like oh what the fuck it was just, and <laughs> I just couldn't like ah, nah I couldn't do it it's uh, very like strong and the, it's strong but it is. and you I can't really like, like it, so when you chew it it's like nah <laughs> Nah, sushi raw fish is good, man. But that's why you gotta put it with the wasabi, and, and they give you the little the ginger. eel sauce and yeah. the ginger, and the, yeah. you know my palate, spicy mayo. My palate doesn't go. Yeah, see, my palate don't do well with that. <laughs> that's how I feel about jelly. I don't fuck with jelly. My palate don't do well with. I jelly. like jelly though. Nah, <laughs> I, I fuck with jelly. Nah. I fuck with. I fuck I with jelly, bro. Like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. I fuck. I mean, I fuck with peanut butter more. Of course. Yeah. That face was the consistency of jelly. Consistency of the jelly in your mouth. Hey, yo. And then it's sweet. Like, why is this? Like, why is this? Why is yeah, this? I can't. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I can't do that. <laughs> just, that's just me, though. Just talk about me. Oh, no, yeah, just talk about me. Yeah. Ready for the second game? That part. Let's, Let's hop do into it. the second game. Two games. Oh, oh, oh. Second game is SAP! I like how white hair stopped. S A P. Song, album, performance. So I'm going to give you a bevy of different options and you're going to tell me who you'd rather do a song with, an album with, mm. or perform with. SAP is an acronym. S A P. That's how it works. All right, baby. So three people, I got to choose which category I put them in. Who, yeah, who'd you okay. rather do a song with, an album, album with, and perform with? Let's do it. First set of options Big Sean. Tyler the Creator. Oh. Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. Sap. Song, album, performance. That's pretty good. Song? Mm-hmm. What, what was the third option again? Chance, Chance the Rapper. That's how he's so forgotten. I, I get it. Because he only had one. So, <laughs> song, I would go Big Sean. Okay. Because I know he would kill the feature. Yes, he, he would. He would kill the feature. Okay. Um, album, I'll go Tyler the Creator because his shit just went number one. Yeah, mm-hmm. his yeah. shit just went number one. Okay, Chance the Rapper, I'd go performance because I'd love to take an acid tab and do a performance with Chance the Rapper. Huh. And it was kind of tough not to choose Tyler, but it's just be the smarter business move right yes. now to do a album with Tyler because his shit just went number one. Yeah. But a performance with Tyler would be fucking crazy because his <laughs> shits are wild. Don't, nobody's fucking with Tyler right now alive. Yeah, I don't, and that's why he was headlining that shit that just happened. I forgot what event it was, but. He was the headliner for the last day. To, okay, that, okay. And I was like, yeah, that's why. Because, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he he was... No, he's a heavy hitter performer. Bro, like, his performance are fucking crazy. Every detail is, yeah. is, is like there the with his performance. Bro. That's all Kanye. 
That's all Kanye. Everybody has to give Kanye his credit. Yeah, because no one came at concerts like Kanye. Nobody cared about he, the Kanye. lighting. The props Nobody and all the, yeah, the props. Yeah, he came how high the stage was. Yeah. Where yeah. How, people over here are going to see what. People yeah. over here are going to see what. Like, Hey, didn't Kanye say that on Drake Chats? He was like, you wouldn't have got your uh, title of the creators. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. I think he probably, yeah. But hey, you're kind of right, though, right? Yeah. Because prior to Kanye, it was nothing but gangster rap. Street rap, gangster rap, or or yeah. lyrical miracle, spherical rap. For sure. Yeah. Kanye was more backpack, feelings, fashion. emotions, fashion, yeah. and literally, literally every detail matters. Yeah. I mean, hey, he shot a Kira music video before they even brought anime into hip hop. See, that stronger music video. Yeah, that's yeah. just a Kira and his version. Yeah. Kanye ahead of his next time. level, bro. <laughs> next Years level. Ago. All right. Second for Sap, Soldier Boy. Oh, Lil Baby, Da Baby. Mm. Song, album, performance. Who was the second option again? Lil Baby. So Soldier Boy, Lil Baby, and Dub. then Da Baby. Song, Soldier Boy. Okay, yeah. so, Soldier Boy. Performance, Da Baby. Okay. Album Lil Baby. Album Lil Baby. Hell yeah. He's okay. a he's he the fun, most popping like <laughs> new artist right now, bro. He yeah, was on yeah, yeah. he was on every single big album that has came out in like the last two mm. years, bro. If you think about it. That's true. Yeah, no, big he, rap he's album, bro. Yeah. He was on Donda and CLB. I don't yeah. know what it is though. For me, it's just it's something I've tried with Lil Baby. Not that he's bad. It's not that it's bad. Mm-hmm. I just I'm a I I like other artists that are new, like I like the baby better. Like for really, some, his style of rapping and shit like that. He bosses up when he rhymes. Oh, bro, I like, I li- I like that. But Lil Baby, from when people tell me, he's gotten a lot better from when he first got out to. Oh, now. for sure. And I just, I think I'm just listening to music sporadically. I need to sit with an album and maybe like mm. trying to dive in. But it's just been hard for me because my first initial, re- you know. My ears to his music, it wasn't, it didn't really catch me. I like his features more than I like his actual music, and that's probably what it is. Like I've listened to him on mm. features, but his actual music never really like. Yeah, like he has some bang, me. he has some bangers. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but yeah. like he, he always comes off on features. Yeah, hot. Yeah. Like yeah. what the fuck? Like killing shit. <laughs> like yeah, he came off on J Cole's album. I feel like he killed J Cole on that song. He killed Drake on the song. Uh, yeah. He's like, yeah. bro. I was like, bro. <laughs> like shit. He can correct. Yeah, I fuck with that. I fuck with that. All right, so last for Sap. And I was debating between two different set of options, but I wasn't sure if one of my set of options, you were going to know some of the people. I'll, so I'll bring it back after I do this one. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay, right. okay. So the first, so the last one for Sap. Robin Thicke, Omarion, oh. Bobby Valentino. Oh, shit. Okay. Song, album, performance. You're some R&B shit. I went R&B right yeah. here. I'll do a song of Robin Thicke. Okay. He needs it. <laughs> I would tell him let's do it similar to that one. What did he have? He had a, he had that hit. Lost without you. Can't, can't yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's the one. Yeah, and then Frankie come through, just barred. That nigga's lost. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Um, so it was song with Robin Thicke. What's, what was it? Uh, Marion and, uh, and Bobby Valentino. So album performance. I would perform with Bobby Valentino. Okay, he's gonna have all the hoes there. <laughs> 
all the that part. It performed in New Zealand too. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a song or I'm gonna do an album with Omarion, and I'm gonna tell him that he needs to get Bow Wow in the studio so we could do a remix of Let Me Hold You. Oh, oh shit! Okay, that shit right oh, there, bro. When he did that dance, he said, "Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that shit." <laughs> Yeah, 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 that yeah, shit, yeah. bro. Bro, I'm telling you, that was that was that Bow Wow. I love that song till this day. Oh, till this day. What? The people that? still do that yeah. shit. Yeah. They, they know. <laughs> but if that was part of the meme culture today, that would be on everybody's <laughs> meme. Be like, there was the chicken out. <laughs> to the front. Yeah. Like, whatever you want to put it to. Just gotta have that. It's like four words. Yeah, just let me hold to the, And then they would drop the beat. <laughs> Damn. Bo, so you. my other set of choices was gonna be a bunch mm. of Frankies. I was gonna—I don't know if you know. So you got Frankie Beverly. Oh, okay. I know Frankie Beverly. Okay, yeah. Frankie J, of course. Yeah, and then Frankie Lyman. Ooh. I never heard his music. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I've heard of him, but I never heard his music. Yeah, was he? What's like when? What's his like his hit song? Why, do, have, why do fools? Why fall? do fools fall, fall in love? Why, why do birds sing so gay? Why do they fall in love? Okay. I haven't heard that, but... He was during the era, he was during the era where, where niggas had like the whole like gel, the gel... Oh, shit. Oh, They had a lot of shit in their yeah, head. That exactly. was a lot of product. <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, yeah. Get black a, people's hair to do that? Palmade. Yeah. a lot of product. Yeah. That, hey, what's that palmade that comes in the orange... Oh, you talking about uh, Greece? Black. No, Dax. Oh, Dax. It's, it's, no, no, Dax is red. Murray's Murray's Paul. Murray's 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 I'm surprised you knew Frankie Beverly though, but you do have like you. Yeah, old school soul. Yeah, I can say he has an old school soul. So a little bit. Frankie and OG. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So you dropped a song. I'm just. This is asking. Yeah, you dropped a song with Keflon Don. Yeah. Um. What shit called? The mission. The mission. Yeah. Yes. Keflon, just the backstory. He dates my girl's sister. So I've known him for a while. So I oh was, wow! I was I wanted to, yeah yeah I wanted to know he dates your girl's sister yes okay yeah so I'll be seeing him at the Thanksgivings and holidays oh, wow. and all that kind of stuff. he's on tour with Griselda right now he is yeah that's he, why I haven't seen that guy in a while yeah he's DJing for uh, Webs and um, Young McFly and they're homies with Bodie James okay and they've been on tour with Bodie James and shit see I knew he was doing a lot of shit oh yeah bro he's know. doing a lot of shit right okay. now okay. I met I met Keflon through uh, Fway. And like okay. Raider Clan, you know, like Young Simi, mm-hmm. all of them. So like, I did a song with Young Simi back in like 2018. Okay, he flew out to LA, and I just reached out to him in his DM, and he's pulled up to the studio. We got a song done. It was more of a business transaction than anything. Mm-hmm. And that was around the same time that I like met Nug Life and Noah and all that. And then okay. I went to a studio session with Nug Life, and then Cashy Cash okay. happened to be there, who was another Raider Clan member okay. with Fway. Him and Fue were there. I linked up with like Cashy did a song with him, and then mm-hmm. after that, me and Fue started linking up and shit. And then I got invited to the studio. 
halfway. Okay. And Keflon was the one that was engineering that. Okay. So we, we ended up just doing shit. And like, yeah, ever since then, Keflon's just been showing mad love. We have like a project in the works together right now and ah, shit. That's so. what I was trying to... <clears throat> yeah. I was trying to dig for a little bit. I was trying to dig for Yeah, yeah. We got some coming next year. You know, okay. I mean, middle okay. of the year type shit. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, how was working with Keflon? It was... Seemed like it was pretty the music I like. Of yeah, course. he's a he's a really he's a really cool dude, bro. Um he he's real chill. Like mm-hmm. he don't really smoke. You know, nah, he don't smoke. He don't smoke. He don't he don't he don't drink. Yeah. Like he's just about to work. He's about to work, man. Yeah. And his passion for this shit is um it's beautiful, bro, because at at the time that I was working with him and like we used to like before all the shit started getting super busy for him, and like he started working at like big studios and stuff, mm-hmm. we were in the studio like once a week. Mm-hmm. And I remember him telling me, just like, yeah, man, like I'm really about to take this shit to the next level. Like I'm really about to be in the studio. Like I know I'm just working my job right now, but watch, bro, it's gonna have to be different. But every time I would see him, he would be telling me this shit, bro. Yeah. And then I just seen him just, yeah. He was in the studios every night, fucking 12 hours a day, just what? He quit his job. Yeah, we now were both working at Walmart together. Yeah. And he fucking, he just. Oh, that recent, huh? Yeah, we're bro, both this working is, at Walmart. This together. is all like, yeah, bro. This is all like, wow. Within the last six months, or yeah, so, bro. Yeah. Like Keflon been like, but he quit his job like six months ago. Yeah, bro. And then he just, yeah, he's been in this. <laughs> he's, he's been, been in this. He's been working yeah. with big ass artists, bro. Like, and that, I guess uh, his homie McFly and Webs had just dropped a song with Boldy James, mm-hmm. and I guess they're cool. And they asked Keflon to be their DJ on the tour. So he's just been doing their sounds for them on the whole tour. Nice. Yeah, bro. Shout out to, shout out to Keflon. Yeah. I, see you, I see you working, brother. Yeah, you working. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so are you guys like Eskimo cousins? <laughs> no, Eskimo. No, Because <laughs> it's in the same family, Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. But no Eskimo there. We're... we're... Well, uh, it might not be brothers, <laughs> but it sounds like cousins. <laughs> <laughs> that's There's a crazy. chain leak somewhere. <laughs> what a, uh, that's a small world, man. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy. And when I seen him post... I saw the song with Frankie OG. I'm like, I just seen him before. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Y'all know each other? Like, yeah. I, I do Frankie OG's hard. I didn't know y'all work together. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's showed mad love and I like his beats. So it was, it was okay. only right. It was only okay. right. And he had like, I pulled up to his studio and he had like a set of beats that was mm-hmm. created for me. Mm-hmm. And that shit was cool. Okay. That shit felt hella cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that shit felt hella cool. Like I said, I made it moment. Like you walk in, yeah, folder for me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's just shit like that. Like people, and then like the way he was talking to me, I could tell he really studied my music mm-hmm. and he really listened to my message and he really listened to who I was working with and the sounds that mm-hmm. I like and the beats and. Cause like me, I'm the type of person. I don't really like complicated, complex beats with like a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. I'm more of like a boom bap hip hop type of mm-hmm. vibe that I could really just kind of do my thing on yeah. it and like make yeah. the song. You know what I mean? I don't like yeah complicated the way you, shit. The way you deliver music, I wouldn't want to over overcomplicate the nah, music and distract the from the actual yeah, vocals yeah, and, the, yeah. and, the, and the lyrical <clears throat> content. Yeah, yeah. I want people to hear me yeah. more than like you know. How most people are like, oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're saying, but that beat hard. Yeah, yeah. So you don't like the song, you like the beat. Give the <laughs> give the tag the producer when you tag the song that you like. Don't tag the artist because you don't like what the fuck he yeah, said. You yeah. like what the producer did behind yeah, it, and yeah. that's just how I look at shit. Okay. I'm a really deep thinker, bro. And I like I'm that guy that like people look and they're like, bro, it's not that fucking deep. And I'm like, bro, but it is though, because I thought about that deep. Like <laughs> so you're that dude for Boomerang when he was like the pool table, right? It's like earth. People think it's flat. 
then the white ball hits all the other colored <laughs> balls into the holes, and then it hits the black ball. At the- <laughs> I'm, bro, I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm so, that guy. So everything's deep. I fuck with that, though. No, I, like, yeah. I, it I, makes I, you look at everything from a whole different perspective. Because I like to see shit all the way through, bro. Yeah. I don't like to see it surface level. Like, I want to yeah. see it all the way through, no matter what the situation is, bro. I mean, like... Life is that deep when mm-hmm. you think about the shit. Mm-hmm. It's only is not that deep when you're not thinking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Life gets deep, bro. Shit happens and it's like it can get real really quick. Yeah. That part. Hey, can I try a joke out? Oh, let's do it. Let's do uh, it. If you don't laugh, don't chip. That's fine. Like, <laughs> I feel like your delivery you just laugh. makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> you're just a funny person, bro. Like the joke doesn't even have to be funny. It's the delivery, the animation behind your emotions is what makes the shit hilarious, bro. <laughs> this one might not be funny though, so let's do it. Uh, let's kill, do it. Kill your expectations. Let's do it. <laughs> now. Let's do it. If it's uh, not funny, don't laugh. Yeah. But all right. So like my ex-wife, she calls me, right? Okay. And she tells me that our son has an arch nemesis and I need to get to his school. So I tell my boss, all right, all right, I need to take an extended lunch. So I get to my son's school. Now I don't know much about this arch nemesis. But if I know anything about an arch nemesis, sometimes they create these devices that could take over people's mind or their bodies. So they could be anybody or everybody, and I couldn't take my chances. So I just started <laughs> flaring on every kid I saw. <laughs> okay. Like, you should have seen it. Oh, shit. Tyson would have said it was championship. <laughs> everybody was just getting slept out. <laughs> okay. And so... Like, you should have seen it. I already cleaned these kids' clocks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I get to the principal's office, and he tells me, you know, my son's in trouble because he was going around pointing uh, air finger guns at everybody, which I thought was ridiculous Mm. and pretty pointless. Because now there's a trail of tears of just six-year-olds laid out towards (laughs) the office. Yeah, so that's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a bunch of kids. Yeah, it's right? a bunch of kids. I couldn't get over that part. That's 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 the punch. <laughs> that's the punchline. <laughs> that's the punchline. It makes me laugh. So what do you guys think? <laughs> that's what I should say in public. <laughs> uh, if if set up correctly, yes, yes, right. yes. Uh, use it. Use that shit in public. one hundred percent. Tweak it a little, a yeah. little bit. Tweaking. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's the song I'm working on. Man. And this has been I, the comedy hour by Tony. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's a that's a joke that you have to like build a little bit of a routine. Like you're talking about some shit, and then it's like something leads into why that happened. Okay, you know what okay. I'm saying? More context, More context behind okay. why you're that punching these kids. That's fair though. Why? You show the school beating the shit. Thank you for that, Tony. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. Yes, yes, it was funny. Thank you. All right. So, if you could remove a body part, which body part would that be? Woo! Hit you with the with the random. Now we're back in an interview. Yes. I'm removing my penis. <laughs> I thought about that. Then I'm like, "Fuck!" That. I would lose it. I would lose it too. Yeah. I would. I would. I would probably. Um, I'm losing your penis. I, I. I would. I would lose one eye. Cause I have two. So oh, so you store eye? I would. I would just lose one eye. So you're trying to fetty wop it out here? Yeah, I would lose one eye because I think about it. Like 
If I lose one ear, I can't hear as much. No, no. It, you're not losing it. You just attach it. It's oh, it's detachable. That's why I said my penis. Oh, but I thought I would, you meant, I thought you... Oh, you see how I take care of my phone? Imagine if I was able to take my penis off. How many times I'd just drop it? Right? Yeah. Detachable. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Is this your dick? Detachable. <laughs> Gotta keep it in the mantle in a case and only break that thing when it's time. Put it around my neck in a chain. You know how often that shit distracts <laughs> you from would, what you want to get done? I would be able to detach like my fingers so that it could put my jewelry on my actual finger when I rest it. Oh. oh okay. Got the crib. Play your shit. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. Put the ring on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and the bitch is like, where's your finger at? On <laughs> <laughs> right the display case. Yeah. That's <laughs> displayed. It's being displayed at the moment. That's actually some pip ass shit. That right? is, right? Like, that, is. that is. That is. Say something. <laughs> okay, you're moving the finger. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bitch made me take my finger off. She made me take it off. <laughs> I had to give a bear dog. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. What body part are you removing, Tony? Oh, shit. If I could remove something... Uh, my tongue. Oh, wow. Okay. Explain that one. Because not on air. <laughs> you said not on air. She want to lick your old ass so you can't reach there? So it's like... No, it's for when I come home at a certain time and a certain person asks where I've been, I ain't going to be able to respond because I, <laughs> I left my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He'll be like, he'll be like, he'll be like, I was like, uh, 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 that's why I wouldn't mind removing the penis. I just it's like it's right there, babe. Think I'm cheating on you? Yeah, yeah. I left right it. Here. I left it here. here for you to look at, like. But the hotel, you have another. Whole other one, whole other one, custom made, custom made, seven times bigger than what I got. <laughs> Sitting in the case, <laughs> you wish you had the one I have right now. My fucking backpack, <laughs> nah. baby. This penis is for you. This is for you. But this is for them. Throw the rolls away. <laughs> Fuck that vibrator. Let me my baby. <laughs> Fuck, that's different. These right. these uh, thoughts do not express those of Frankie OG or productive culture. or productive culture. <laughs> gotcha, <laughs> man. That's for me. That's for me. But third game, third game. Ooh. So the third game we have is. What that mean though? What that mean? Harmonize. Yeah. What it mean though? So what it, what it is is I have a couple of quotations in here from different you know places like movies or uh, writers or artists and things like that. So you reach in, you pull out one, you read what the quotation is, you tell us what you feel like that mean though. And whether you agree with it or not. Okay. And you get up to three choices, but one at a time. Let's do it. Party time. <laughs> you be going to little kids' parties. It's still in their bags. <laughs> their they don't kids. need all that candy. They don't need all that candy. Okay. So, this quote is by Mr. Wednesday. 
The really dangerous people believe they are doing whatever they are doing solely and only because it is without question the right thing to do. And that is what makes them dangerous. The really dangerous people believe they are doing whatever they are doing solely and only because it is without mm-hmm. question the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I definitely feel like what this quote is saying is just like, People sometimes get so caught up in um, a goal or set on an intention with their passion that they're mm-hmm. willing to do anything and everything to get there. Okay. And in their head, no matter even if it is dangerous to everybody around them, they're doing it solely for a purpose. So it doesn't matter. And they're willing to do anything and everything. So that's what makes them dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I agree. those of the greater good type? type? You said what? Oh, but rare people who do things for the greater good. Yeah. Well, sometimes, yeah. you, you know, Thanos did something for the greater good. But it was a fucked up thing to do. It was. You feel <laughs> me? Was. But, 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 like, he was but willing. Was it? But he was willing. Exactly. He was willing to do anything for that shit. That's what made him dangerous. Yeah. He was like, bro, I don't yeah. give a fuck who I got to hurt. Yeah. I'll this hurt. is for the greater yeah. good. Yeah. But if you know it's for the greater good. Do you think you would have been blipped out? You think you have been blipped? I for sure would have been blipped out. Hell yes, I would have been blipped. Spider-Man got taken out. Iron Man. No, wait. Iron Man got taken out, man. How am I going to. I was the first thing about wait wait and I got the button and hit it and then we're like okay yeah <laughs> bong grip <ripple. laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> try to get one more hit off the bloody fall like no because it took a while right it took it took it a did. Minute. it yeah, did I'm like yeah you can get a couple hits you can get a couple <laughs> hits give me the plug give me the plug the homie's still caught up in the story <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Another one, please. And another one. And another one. Okay. This quote is by Voltaire. I think that's her name. Voltaire. Oh, Voltaire. Yeah. So that that Russian chick I was working with. (laughs) Does she as a slut bonnet? <laughs> this quote says, "The most important decision you make is to be in a good mood. The mm. most important decision you make is to be in a good mood." I mean, I wouldn't say that's the most important decision, but I mean, it's definitely a decision that you make. You know, what I mean, you choose how you feel. Like, you know, what I mean, you have control of your emotions. I mean, you don't have control of what people do, mm-hmm. but um, you definitely have control of how you react. Mm-hmm. And the way you want to feel, mm-hmm. that's for sure. But sometimes you just don't feel good. So mm-hmm. it's not important to tell yourself you're in a good mood because you need to feel the feelings that you feel. I was about to say, uh-huh. sometimes you feel it what I'm might saying? be right you can't, to you can't mask that shit. Yeah. You don't want to mask it because then that's when it builds up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. That's you got to feel it. You got to feel yeah. You got to feel that hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't okay. agree with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one. Last one. Abraham Lincoln. This is Abe Lincoln right here. <clears throat> Better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak out and remove all doubt. Sounds like I like that. He sounds like he might have been arrested one or two times. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right I like to remain that. silent. It's basically like, yeah, like basically like, you know, play dumb, listen twice as much as you speak. Mm. Yeah, feel me. That's that something you apply to your oh for sure your walk of life. I would rather people think that I'm a dumbass idiot 
That <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. like, yeah, think that of me, bro. Please, because yeah. I'm out here doing my thug thizzle every day. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, like especially like in a room where, um, you know, there's people that you can learn from, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people like to think they know everything. You know what I mean? And like when you have a conversation with some people, they try to like. Already depict what you're gonna say, and like, <laughs> sounds like you've been in a relationship with a woman before. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they think that they know what you're thinking or how you are and how you mm-hmm. move and shit. So to me, it's just like I don't really speak much unless I'm like spoken to or know I can have a, a conversation with this person. This mm-hmm. person is like actually here to have a conversation because some people respond or like listen just to respond. They don't listen to listen. Yeah. You can see it in their eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. They're just, yeah, they're just the like they just step. like they're just like. <laughs> like they just want to fucking say what they got to say and it's like bro like it's kind of like that dude it's kind of like that it's kind of like, yeah. kinda like when you spark the blunt in a circle when you're young and there's just that guy that's like looking at you every time you have the blunt cause he's next he's like <laughs> like like every, like every time you hit it he's like yeah. <laughs> or you at a restaurant, you see the waiter, the waitress walk by you're like is that food? yeah 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 ex- ex- exactly 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 you're just like oh shit alright oh shit yeah okay so I agree with that. Yeah. Better to remain silent and thought to be a fool for sure. All right. I like that. Thank you for participating in. Yeah. What that mean though? What it mean, ho? <laughs> so we're winding down the podcast. Oh. I got a question. My usually my last question I ask uh the artist. Um, so it's November 2021. That means the year is pretty much almost done. Yeah, it's been done. Year been done. Been done. Been done. But I ask every guest that we have on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. What do you need to get done before 2021 is over? And it does not need to be music related. Just something in your personal life, something with a friend or family. You got a closet you need to clean out. You got you need to buy something new. Whatever. What needs to be done before 2021 is over? I need to create a logo for uh, OG97. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to come up with my logo for my brand. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. We're on the same same yeah. type of a so like, hunt for, my, a, for a, a logo maker. Yeah, so like basically what I want to do with like OG97. Um, I started that because, you know, OG was like my favorite bud to smoke ever mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. good, just good OG. So that's where Frankie OG came about. Nine mm-hmm. seven. I was born in nineteen ninety seven, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's like the really like over my experience. Like that's the cut off, like the cusp of like old souls to the whole new soul generation. Because okay. there's still some people you find that were born in ninety seven mm-hmm. that like have a soul like mine that are still old mentality mm-hmm. kind of ways. But mm-hmm. then you have people that are like in ninety seven and after ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. It's just kind of like. Mm, that's all new generational shit. They don't. They they weren't outside playing. They weren't. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. all technical. It's all. Mm-hmm. They're all about the the famous people. And what the fuck they're doing? They talk about social media all day mm-hmm. and that type of shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what I want to do with my brand is more of like um, like streetwear and shit. So I'm trying to come up with something that's like not corny. Okay. And not like <laughs> whack. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna yeah. be like I'm turning like I'm taking my publishing name OG97. I'm gonna turn it into my merch brand mm-hmm. and everything like that. Okay, represent me. You know what I mean. So that's what I need to get done. I need to get that logo done for sure. I feel you, man. I need to get yeah. that shit done. Too. <clears throat> yeah. Anybody who knows how to make really good quality logos, uh, definitely hit up me. Fuck Fiverr. 
Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's another thing for me is like I'm I'm all about my quality of work, so yeah, like I'd rather yeah. like wait until it's like yeah. what I want because I'm not just trying to put some shit out, bro. Yeah, that part. I'm not I'm not that kind of dude that just feels like oh I just need to put it out to put it out like nah, bro. If it's not quality and it's not what I would expect, why am I gonna put it out? Exactly, exactly. Why am I gonna put it out? Because you have to be happy with with the product and yeah. the quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just do something half-assed and, and like and, and 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 like this year I've been blessed that I've done so much so many shows mm-hmm. and be involved in so many things that. Like, the plan that I had set for this year to drop, like, song every month. Like, I didn't drop a song every month, but I dropped more than, like, I was involved in more than 12 drops okay. this year okay. type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, it didn't yeah, happen yeah, month yeah. by month but by month. But average. But my average was like, yo, like, you had a feature on this. You did a song. You did this many songs. You dropped this. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, as many shows as I did, like, I surpassed even what I wanted to do for this year. So, nice. like… I think this year was really good for me. I had a really good um, experience. I had bad experiences that I learned from that I'm going to take into next year. Just keep growing. Just keep doing what I got to do and keep elevating my music, man. That's really all I want to do. Elevate everything around me, bro. Take that that shit to the next level. Really put on for the IE, bro. Like, for real, for real. Yes, yes. Take that shit. The whole pie coming for the size. Nah, for real. From Pomona to the IE. Because I got love for, for Pomona, bro. Like for real, for real. I, I I got some business partners in Pomona. Shout out Side Street Collective. Yeah. Shout out Gas Factory Nine Hundred Nine. My weed sponsors. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, they helped me start that shit out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Side Street Collective is a big part of the reason why I was able to get sponsored by the Gas Factory and like get in partnership with them. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. I got mad love for Pomona. That's like where Beep. a lot of my shit started. Throw the pee up. Yeah, for real. How you do it again? Right there. there <laughs> Yeah, I'm just yeah. Saying, and I done and I've done a lot. I done I done some shows in Pomona too that were sick. Like at the DBA, yeah, I DBA performed. Shows. Um, I forgot. Uh, who's the glass back? House. Uh, no, no, no. It was. Uh, I think I did the glass the house spot. Too, dope spot. Yeah. I did the dope spot. Mm-hmm. I did the dope spot. It's usually the two places people. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. Perform in Pomona. Dope yeah. spot or uh, DBA. DBA. Yeah. Flyaway. If yeah, somebody yeah. doing something bigger mm-hmm. or a glass house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. All right, dope. I fuck with Pomona, man, for real. Dope, man. Hell yeah. Are we ready? Dun, dun, dun. See that? You know what that is? I don't. Is he excited? Uh, I would think he is. What are you excited for? Can I do it, Earl? Go ahead. This is the part where we do this. <laughs> he held it. He just, <laughs> I'm like, wait, I can do this all day. <laughs> I'm gonna do this all. I'm not losing this one. <laughs> I wasn't ready for a challenge. <laughs> I should have blinked prior. <laughs> I know. I see that Tony's eyes were like. I was like, I got him. I got him. <laughs> it was because my position was a lot easier than yours. I chose the easy yeah, one. You yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, freestyle portion. Derps. Yeah. Shout out my dog, Nug Life. It's OG. Look. And I've been trying to find this way about my head, but it's not working. I'm still going till I'm dead. It's kind of crazy. I've been smoking all this weed. I roll up another joint. I take that shit to the head, uh. And 
And I ain't talking to no feds cause I been moving crazy All this work up in my backpack got me moving daily uh, And I been thinking hella crazy like what if I really make it What if this shit really pays me Shout out to all black cause they wanted to hear how I felt today It was a crazy day but I kept it going itching every way Man I'm never gonna stop Shit Man, I feel real hot because the growth was exponential, man The last two years and three years ago I didn't have no peers that believed in the kid But now we really switching it up We really doing shit that they never thought that we could And I ain't never gonna stop I ain't never gonna stop This is OG, we finna take it to the top Roll up another one and take it to the head And fuck it My soul ain't never dead, OG Hey. Shout out All Black, hey. shout out Nug Life, hey. the Beat Dispensary, hey. all off the dome shit. OJ. Straight off the dome. And tell the people where they can find you at. You know what it is, man. You can find me at FrankieOG97 on all social medias. We're working on the website right now. You know what it is, man. FrankieOG97. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell Ooh. yeah. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. Yeah, thank, thank you for having thank me, you. man. This thank you. As, this was fun as fuck. Oh yeah, I knew. From OG <laughs> I could tell by the energy it was gonna be good. Energy. Hell yeah, I was I was hella excited to come. Like I said, bro. Like like I've been thinking about this shit since like last week. I was like, man, when Tony hit me up, I was like, fucking finally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I've been like, I was like, he hit me up for my email, and then it was like a week came by, and I was like. <laughs> I'll see an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I got a DM, and he was like. Number four, I said, let's lock it in, bro. <laughs> lock it in, bro. <laughs> I swear, I was like, let's go. Like, hell yeah. Because I've been seeing the guests that you guys have and stuff, bro. And I'm like, man, like, I love the, I love what you guys do. Like, even seeing you guys at the other shows, I love you guys' energy and shit, bro. You guys are, you guys are a dope ass team, it, bro. What you guys are doing, just the intentions behind it are beautiful, bro. And I appreciate feel it, bro. It, like, I really You're appreciate it. You're the only you. one who's seen that, too. DJ Head said we're like the best people on the part of the West Coast, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. straight up. Homegrown looked at us and said we're the best. Straight up, bro. Because it didn't like, say that, but that's how we felt. But it's, but, it's, <laughs> hey. but, it, but it's because you guys are just you, bro. Yeah. You guys don't... Yeah. Like, Tony is completely him, bro. You're completely you. Like, that shit... You guys aren't putting on no fronts. You guys aren't wearing no masks. Like, mm-hmm. you don't give a fuck if people don't think your jokes are funny or not, bro. You're going to say your fucking joke. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and yeah. it's just what it is, bro. Yeah. You don't care if ain't nobody watching the podcast. You're going to sit here and do that shit every fucking week. Every day, every week. No matter if it's three people watching it or 3,000 people watching it, bro. Yeah. The effort's going to be the same. Yeah. And I take that and I and I feel it because I do that shit with me too. Mm-hmm. I remember when there were shows where there was nobody in the crowd, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm performing for my fucking self. It's mm-hmm. like a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. But I'm still yeah. doing it. Yeah, with like a hundred thousand people in front of me. Yep, and I take that with everything that I do. Yeah, because I'm passionate about it. So it's like, why, why, why am I gonna have faster? Why am I gonna half step? Like, yeah. fuck that shit. Like, yeah. So I respect what you guys do, bro. And I was mad excited to be here. Thank you guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I hope y'all fuck with the freestyle. You know yeah, what I'm well, saying. Of course. Of course. And that <laughs> was on the dome. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, for sure. Whenever you guys want, bro. You know what I'm saying. I'm trying to get. Uh, I'm trying to get me a Nug Life on here too. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That'd, yeah, be, that'd be, yeah, be dope. Me and Nug Life. You know what I'm saying? So I love how you guys work together. I'm not gonna that's lie. That's a that's when a y'all do y'all thing up there. I enjoy it as a fan. It's like, hey. And I and I appreciate that post that you had on Twitter too about the tag team championship. Oh. That shit was fire, bro. <laughs> I was like, when Nug seen that, he was like, Yeah, he's like, We're lit, bro. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, bro, we're lit. We're yeah, lit. That's, that's literally the vibes because of how you guys switch off <laughs> yeah. and how yeah, yeah, and it's definitely. it's crazy because we, we he he barely came up with that like at the beginning of this year he was like hey bro like you know how like Kendrick Lamar used to be like J Rock's hype man yeah he's like you know that right and I was like yeah I knew that he's like I kind of want you to be my my Kendrick he's like I need you to be my Kendrick Lamar 
He's like, I need you to command the stage, bro. Like, I need you to be my hype man. He's like, I'm not doing no performances without you. Bro. We did it one time, and after that, it was just like, it just took off, bro. And like, the first time I did it was in front of a big ass crowd, bro. It was like uh, a LA native show. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice. That shit was huge, bro. I was off hella shrooms, like, and it was just, <laughs> the fucking, the, but the the vibe was just so beautiful, bro. Like, yeah. it was an indigenous gathering, and like the fact that Nug Life took me on that stage with him and gave me that opportunity just to show what I'm about, just like opened up so many doors for me, bro. Yeah. Like for real, mm-hmm. and like even working with Nug Life because all the hard work that he's been putting in, bro, it just opens up so many doors for me too. When I'm working with him and they, the way they see that we work together, copesthetically, and like. Mm-hmm. It's just there's no stopping right now, bro. There's really, I don't I don't really see anybody. Um, well, I shouldn't say anybody, but anything stopping me in Nug Life. You know what I mean? Besides ourselves, no, you know what I mean? Like yeah. nothing at all, bro. There's nothing that can get in our way. There's there's just nothing. The the shit that we have planned, the shit that Nugs is working on, and just the way his mind works, it's just like, bro, he's 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 a great, bro. He's one of the greatest for sure. And I don't even say that because he's my my homie or my brother, bro. I really say that shit with like he's. One of the greatest, and he's going to be one of the yeah. greatest to ever yeah. do this shit, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. for real, he's nah, doing we, shit yeah. as a producer that nobody has done mm-hmm. on like whatever level or scale you want to put him on, bro. Like he's working with people like legends, bro. Like I can't say nothing, but wait till y'all next year, bro. I'm telling you, like I'm like, what the fuck? Even the, bro, even the songs, even the songs that he has me on with certain people, bro. Like he, bro, he got me on a song with Dizzy Wright. Last year on the beat dispensary, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like yeah. that was a, I cried, bro. He didn't even tell me he was gonna do that. Like mm. we finished the song, we had Papa J on it, and then when the song was mixing, masters, hey, bro, like I hope you're okay with this. Like I put somebody else on the song. Like, I just wanted to, like, <laughs> bro. He's talking to me like this, bro, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking it's somebody like I know or something. He's yeah. like, yeah, hey, bro, like I just wanted to tell you, like I know. You know, it's supposed to just be you and Papa J, but I went ahead and like I got a third person on the song. I just kind of wanted to bring it to you and let you know, like. Before I do this, like, do you fuck with this? And da 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 da. And he's like, yeah, it was Dizzy Wright. And bro, he's talking to me so nonchalant. And when he said Dizzy Wright, I was just like, <laughs> bet. <laughs> what the fuck? And he's just still like going, like, yeah, bro, like, I hope you're not upset. Like, you know, and I'm like, Nug, what the fuck are you talking about, yeah, bro? Yeah. I'm like, do you not realize you just made a dream come true to me? Like, yeah. Dizzy Wright, Wiz Khalifa, Snoop. Like, those are, like, top three legendary stoners of my era. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck you mean? Like, and I'm on a song <laughs> with him, bro? Like, like, ah, so that, like, yeah, bro. Nugs is one of the first producers to have, like, 150% faith in what I do. And trust. I could tell. Trust could my tell. process. We were watching like, you guys on stage. I could tell. That he trusts me, bro. He trusts you. You trust him. I trust like, him, and he trusts me, and I love that shit, bro. Like, I, I, I'm just fucking blessed, bro, to be able to have these opportunities to work with certain people that I'm working with, bro. Because people would... Gotta pay thousands to do some of the shit that I'm doing. You know what I mean? No, I for feel, real, I feel for real, bro. And we look forward to more of what you're doing in the future. Man, I look forward to what you guys are doing too. I appreciate that, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, Thank hell you, yeah. Thank Earl, you, sir. Anything sweet you want to say before we kick it? Uh, man, just go follow me on all social medias. E A R L P H E U S R P S, and then uh, follow WGM Labs. Uh, working with some fire ass medical marijuana. So uh, yeah, go uh. Follow that as well. Don't follow Erfius until he follows me back on Instagram. 
Oh, I'm gonna do it right now as we talk. <laughs> <laughs> I had to unfollow him because he didn't follow me back, and I was gonna do it today. But yeah, I'll be I'm bad with the social media. <laughs> Don't follow shit, him back bro. until he follows me back. Because yeah. I'll log into Instagram <laughs> and then I'll be on the alt black page, and then I'll just that's uh, yeah, it is hard to keep away all the medias, no? It because is, you gotta follow is. people on TikToks, the Twitters, the Facebook, and then we got the Frankie multiple OG. Pages. Follow Frankie OG. Gotcha. All right, y'all I can follow him now. It's, it's can not because he he pressured me to do it. He didn't blackmail me. No, it's because he's a genuine brother right here. And I should, I, my God, yeah, man. Thank you, man. Nah, thank you know you. what it is, bro. All thank love, you. man. Thank you, thank you, sir. And yeah, and be sure to check out the Alt Black Podcast on all social medias, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Alt Black Pod. Also, you can stream the pod anywhere where podcasts are available at, as well as YouTube. YouTube. And uh, check me out, Tony Asar, ASAR, on all medias. Do a gang of stuff. Don't feel like plugging it, but... I do it. Hee hee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you guys, man. Make sure y'all, if you're on the IE, tap in with the Gas Factory 909. They got the best mm. 420 goods in the IE. Mm. Hands down, it's my sponsor. They literally supply me with the best shit that I have smoked in fucking years. So the Gas Factory 909. Shout out to them. Follow me on social media, FrankieOG97. Much love to the all podcast, Tony Sar and Earthius, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Oh, thank and productive you. culture for letting us do this tonight here. Yes. For sure, for sure. Yes. And as always, stay tuned, stay glued. Smoke a Dutch and read a book. No cap. Boomy. <laughs> <laughs>